You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's a hump day, Stadium Miguel, man. How y'all boys feeling? Feeling good. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good day. Uh, live show today, a little special uh, episode. Uh, got um, some bourbon ready to drink. So, cheers. Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we got water and uh, Coke Zero over here. Very good. So. Nick's fresh off the grill. What, what you grilling over there? <sighs> Ooh, so so with uh, everything going on with the future mother-in-law, future father-in-laws here. So it's been big steak vibes, big steak week. Mm. Um, went to uh, Whole Foods. Got Salisbury got some, on. You got put the Salisbury on the grill? No, 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 no. He's he bought them. Went to Fresh Market or uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Where, Ooh, sh- where shopping is money. expensive. Yeah, but uh, we had some like two-inch thick uh, filet mignons tonight. Mm. Nice. Better than embers? Nah, not listen. I mean, no. All right. Cheaper. Let me let me judge you on your grill. Gas grill, charcoal grill. What we got? I got I got I got a propane grill. I understand Mm. it. Listen, it's just easy. Kind of set it, forget it. I prefer propane for the steak, though. No, I I like to get it. If I could, I mean, like embers. What makes embers sets embers apart is they do that wood fire. So you get Mm. some. You get some wood smoke. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. Um, uh, one of my best man at my wedding, he's got uh, not a Traeger, but something like that. It's like a pellet yeah. smoker, pellet grill, and you can That's mix in, mix in. It's kind of electric, kind of not. Um, but I mean, shoot, is it kind of electric and that you plug it in and it works? Or well, I mean, he can, cha- he, it, can, uh, he can change the heat from mm. his phone, so it's like Bluetooth connected to his phone. So he's not like going out there and figuring out how hot it is he just opens up an app on his phone he's like yeah. oh that's too hot let me let me lower it but he's got to you know change pellets and stuff like that um johnny townsend shout me out uh got that traeger sponsorship need mm. uh I'll, I'll take i'll take a traeger at the house that's for sure um trav everett thanks everybody for joining super chat questions get answered first we'll probably answer a few others if you do want to be on the show uh let us know dm us on twitter i will try to find on youtube as well if you want to send us a message and we'll send you the link to hop in uh but uh, trav everett shout out your shirt silk i asked why you're the only one that wears orange and blue on the show Uh, i think that that's just um you know silk's wardrobe he's a little bit fresher got got uh, some better drip than the rest of us but I'll yeah. make sure that I wear my uh, my Florida Gator gear next time. I made a conscious effort. I told myself about uh, three weeks ago that I'm, I'm gonna start buying more Gators, especially during this time of year. It's all on sale. So shout out to mm. Fanatics uh, and a couple other websites, man. Got a lot of college stuff on sale this especially time of the year, especially Alumni Hall and Alumni Hall. Field shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to our sponsors, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, um, Fanatics is not sponsoring us, so man, don't go there. Uh, no, that's I where I got this from. <laughs> I did wear I didn't get this um, I didn't get my this Florida Gator golf uh, polo today. Always gets mm. compliments. Yeah, real it does. Always, it except does. for the lady at the baseball game. Boom. Didn't quite know it was the golf logo, 
and thought yeah. it was the jumbo shrimp logo, but I saw I saw Silk at um FSU and he was wearing the, the Gator Titleist hat and I go, Hey, yeah, what's your handicap? He goes, What? I said, oh, what's your hand <laughs> what's your handicap? Had the joke did not land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the joke did not land because I was full of vices and I had no <laughs> idea you were talking about the I had no idea you were talking about the hat. I was like, bro, don't yeah, be talking yeah. about my disabilities, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh Daddy Gator. Uh, Stephen Whoa, A. Smith said, boss. Dan, yeah, yeah, I ain't calling get, his get, name. Hey, get a tattoo of a fresh lineup. Love yourself. Hey, listen, um, this year, not going to put a spoiler alert out there, but you might see a different uh, hairline on your boy. You getting a LeBron? What? You getting the LeBron? I am. Oh, Potentially. Man, nice. Potent- I might actually be down in your hood. So we're, yeah. uh, we're talking to some doctors now, trying to see if – I can be made better. You know what nah, I mean? Or know, if it's I, just worth just going. I don't think your life while it stocks going to, going to tick up enough for, for that kind of payment. Might just have to shave Dan. Let That's, me tell you what, Nick, I don't know if the ball head community want him in it. Uh, yeah. to be He's, <laughs> as a shareholder of life wallet. Ah, tough. I am exceptionally disappointed in the, the leadership of uh, the mm. CEO of the organization that I've invested my hard-earned money on just to watch him <laughs> troll people or try to troll people on Twitter. It's disappointing. Um, mm. Other companies that I have investments in, I don't see their CEOs trying to troll people. Um, as somebody that I've made um, an investment in and in the company that I believe in uh, right now, I have high he's levels of doubt he's trying as to a shareholder. Up, he's trying to pull up on you as a shareholder. So I don't know what type of, uh, I don't think he value uh, his his fellow board members and whatever they call you, right, shareholders. Yeah, right. Um, I may. What would your v- buyout be? Yeah. Uh, if, if he would like to have you not be a part of the company anymore, what would you sell your share, sh- share and or shares? I don't think you can afford it. Whatever my price, my exit price would be. If you've seen the stock recently, I mean, down another 11% today, you know, it's yeah. just, Dan. it's disappointing to say the least, Nick. Um, hey, and, and, and next month, Dan's, Dan's view is going to be different. He's gonna be like eight floors down in that high rise. Time, times are tough. Fortunately for me, uh, I saw the future of my investment in okay. life wallet, likely not turning positive. Uh, so I didn't invest a sizable share, but I am a shareholder. Correct. As a shareholder, I just as a shareholder, to, uh, I'm disappointed that that's <laughs> how I'm spoken to that's, as somebody that a- that bought into this company. That's as the funniest thing I've heard this week, Dan. Yeah. As a shareholder, I also want to let the I, and I proved know. it to you. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. <laughs> That made I also, it even better. I also want to let the Gator fans know uh, you want to you want to know why uh, Ruiz was able to snatch some of our recruit some of the NIL money. Dan was helping finance it, man. As a shareholder of Life Wallet, oh. he was financing uh, Hurricane players, man. This is a spy movie. Dan Dan's been working from the inside out. Yeah. As as a shareholder, the next call should it ever happen, it's already been delayed. But should it ever happen, I will make my opinion. Pardon me, okay. known. Uh, the Why bourbon went never, down what? a little different that time. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Oh, uh, what, 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 what made you buy stock into Life Wallet while, while we're here? Uh, Just a troll? I, You know, I would appreciate if you just respected my privacy and my financial <laughs> matters. Um, we can talk offline, but I, you know, as a, as a shareholder, I just, I just want the internet to know that I am exceptionally disappointed. You're trolling with your finances. That's that's crazy work, bro. Again, as a shareholder, 
I expect the leader of the company that I've invested my hard-earned dollars in to care Your about. Your hard-earned dollar. Hey, 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 Nick, Nick, my privacy. 87 Sorry, pennies. That, that's no, hip No, it's worth like 74 bad. pennies. Anyway, oh, all right. So crazy. we're, we're going to get on to the show. Uh, we have uh, Harrison joining us first. Uh, Harrison, what's going on, my friend? I'm chilling, man. Hey, you might need to call Jordan Belfort to get those penny stocks off at this point. <laughs> Word up. I am exploring all options, Harrison. <laughs> uh, no bourbon for me tonight, by the way. Bro invested okay. just to troll with the shareholder line. Travis, the, the jig is up. I've been found out. I've been found out. Uh, Harrison, <laughs> what's going it. on, man? What's what's life in Gainesville like? Uh, Well, I'm not currently in Gainesville. Oh, yeah, that's right. Life is, life is good, man. Good vibes. Even all the way from Gainesville, I'm getting good vibes right now. I can't really complain. Very Harrison, nice, man. Harrison, talk to us. What's uh, what's on your mind? What what hot take do you want to share with the uh, with the world? I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna come on the show and just be like negative Nick. I mean, I'm not gonna waste my my one time um, talking about misdemeanor Mertz or whatever Nick called. Uh, that, that was not my line. That was not my line. Well, you called a murder Mertz. I have the screen grab for that. Uh, yeah. Yep, Good I've grab. seen that. Good grab. <laughs> The agenda yeah, that's who, grows. That's who texted to me. I was like, ah, oh, man, I appreciate you, bro. I was like, he said it. I'm like, there we go. Crop, signed, sealed, delivered. Bro, Zach did me dirty. Yeah, cut, no, out, cut, out all the, cut out all the context. <laughs> cut out all of it. I love it. Yeah, man, hey. I mean, I'm hearing good things from, obviously, people in Gainesville, but I'm... What's good cautious. things? Oh, come What's on. What's good come things? What, what are the good things? I don't want to hear none of your cautious me. stuff, man. No. Give no. me a good All thing. Right. If, we're, if we're getting hey, straight to the line. Murder Mertz. Let it fly like murder Mertz. Murder don't do Mertz, that, Don't baby. do all that. But no, nah, I heard from someone I talked to at Alabama. They said, if Kirby Smart and Will Muschamp had a kid, Austin Armstrong is that guy. I see and, that. And then I, I ran out hair. my mm. – be, Better hair, too. And I, I think he's jealous. I, I hope he just has must champs like just defensive, energy? no, yeah, e- energy not to scream at the players, you know, not do the Clay Burton. Don't go full Clay Burton on me. Uh, just, just energy and, and, and defensive intellect is what I hope he has, and not all the uh, animated stuff on the sidelines, bro. We have to, I mean, uh, it's no McElwain, Kevin Taylor. We don't need no McElwain, Kevin Taylor on the sidelines. What I'm saying. I mean, I had one player tell me that. When you do something right, it's loud, and when you do something wrong, it's loud. And for me, I think that's a much better environment and energy given than what we had what we had last year, and even what we had under Ty Grantham. So, I mean, overall, that seems to the, the early returns are encouraging. A lot of positive reviews. Um, I think when you combine that with Corey Raymond getting the whole secondary, I do think the defense is going to be much improved. I don't think they're done on the defense just yet. Post spring, but I think this is going to be a much improved defense from even a schematic standpoint and definitely a talent standpoint because at a couple positions there's really nowhere to go but up after the last couple of years. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing, real quick on that, Dan. The biggest thing there is um, I went back and looked at the snaps. Dexter played the third number snaps, the third highest snaps on defense. Your starting defensive tackle should never, never be playing top three snaps on your defense. And that was just a symptom of the depth that Florida had. That won't wasn't, be. Wasn't Gervon number one? 
No, he was third. Uh, I think. Oh, was, oh, you said you. Oh, I'm sorry, Dexter. Sorry, Dexter, I said Watson. Dexter. Never mind. Sorry. No, sorry. no, no, no. Yeah. So it was G. Um, that won't happen this year. I think Cam Jackson starts, but you've got Chris McClellan. Um, you've got a bunch of guys there that you'll be able to have a rotation, keep guys fresh. Um, so I think that's just from the interior standpoint, that's going to be a huge uh, benefit for Florida going into 23. Yeah. I mean, at nose you have big cam and big Des. So yeah, I mean, Desmond Watson played, I think it was like 40, 45 snaps against Florida state. I mean, even for a normal, even for a normal size nose, that should never happen. Let alone, let alone big Des. But so obviously you have more depth up front. They need more depth at a couple positions, but I've heard some really good things about Caleb Banks. I mean, he's, a, he's still a little mm-hmm. bit raw. He's only been in college for one year, but apparently his motor's really high, and they think by the time he leaves here, he could be an all-SEC guy. Yeah, he got some get-off. I, I haven't seen a, a lot of clips, but the clips I've seen, I, I know get-off from the defensive tackle position, uh, and he has a little bit of that. You can't teach get-off. No, you can't. Uh, Harrison, who are you? Uh, we talk a lot about the big names around here. Who are you excited about that? Maybe we don't talk about that much from like the freshman perspective, uh, just in for... general, maybe somebody that, that's going to get an opportunity to start. Maybe somebody that's going to be on the two deep. That's going to get some considerable playing time, but you know, obviously everybody knows kind of the, the main starters, um, you know, an offensive line, uh, tight end wide receiver. We kind of know that, but, but who's somebody that you're excited about? I mean, I obviously, well, since you talked stock market earlier, I have all the shares in the Andy Jean stock market. So, I mean, I'm really excited for him. Um, Caleb Banks is someone I, I'm really interested in that I don't think a lot of people are talking about that much. But I have. You have, but the, I haven't seen a lot elsewhere on the timeline or even in no, even the Big J journalists. Big J journalists, but. <laughs> um, I'm I'm all in on Jakeem Jackson, man. Every single mm-hmm. person has a lot of things to say. I mean, when Corey Raymond took him, everyone was kind of excited that he – I mean, Corey Raymond was kind of excited that he had only really been playing defensive back for a year, so he had no bad habits in his game. And that's kind of translating over so far. I mean, I know he had a pick in the scrimmage. I know he's had multiple pass breakups. I mean, we've seen clips of him on the timeline running fast, but – Jakeem Jackson and Andy Jean are definitely my two favorite freshmen. Mm-hmm. And if I had to give you one no one's really talking about that I'm excited for, it's TJ Searcy. I think because of the way he handled his process, just committed on the 4th of July, no more visits, mm-hmm. no more BS, got to campus, has doesn't post on social media a lot. I think that's just a kid who can come in and maybe be – maybe get some snaps at – What's the new buck position called? Jack. Jack. Maybe get some snaps at Jack year one. I mean, obviously you got Princely there, who's apparently had a really good spring. You've got mm-hmm. Powell, but I think TJ Searcy could steal some snaps at Jack. Yeah, I think yeah. we were doing a live show when Searcy committed, or he had just done it right before the show started. I mean, that was somebody that kind of came out of nowhere uh, in terms of his commitment to Florida, looked at Georgia, Clemson, all the big schools, uh, highly touted guy. And like you said, Harrison, I think a lot of people kind of forgot about him just because he wasn't, you know, everywhere. He wasn't doing all these other visits and everything else. And that's a, that's a great name. Yeah. So, Um, I I mean, I really like this freshman class. I mean, the class was never a bad class. I just think we, given the depth and what we saw, they could have just used 10 more freshmen. And at the end of the day, that's, that's fixable in the 24 class, the portal, obviously, obviously, but 
I mean, I like those two, and one more I'll give you is uh, Treyon Webb. I've heard he's had a really good spring so far, and he's ahead of uh, where they where some people kind of thought they, that he'd be. So I'm excited just to add another another back to the running back room because I mean I'm never going to doubt the staff with running backs given what we've seen out of Montreal and ETN so far. Yeah, Trav just, said Cam Carroll. You think he plays yeah. over? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he plays over Cam Carroll. Um, I'm, yeah. I, I mean, we were talking about it. I mean, I said it on the show. I'm like, what the hell are you selling a portal running back? You've got 1,500 yards, 16 touchdowns coming back. <clears throat> I was like, you're going to have to take a, a, a flyer on some some high school running back. And then you get this dude, Negative Cam Carroll. Yeah. You get this what new else? Cam Carroll to come in. I, I look at him. I mean. He sent he sent Miguel Mitchell into the shadow realm in the first. Hey 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 hey! No no Miguel I, Mitchell. Yeah, slander, listen, uh, Dan's the one that played the GIF forty seven times on the last show. It's propaganda. Uh, but Cam Carroll's a dude, uh, a dude, and I think he, uh, I think Etn and Cam Carroll uh, are past Montreal Johnson in terms of catching the ball. So mm. Florida is going to get the running backs more involved. I think it's it's Cam. Uh, and ETN and, and maybe Trayon Webb. Uh, I think Johnson uh, Montrell has a little ways to go in, in that regard, but will be your starting running back. Um, so I think you know I would say one A one B Johnson ETN, uh, and then after them Carroll, then Webb, kind of in that order. But it's a really good running back room. Yeah, no doubt, a lot of talent. Uh, a lot of talent, Harrison. We're gonna get you out of here, um, but you can come back later. Hey, Harrison, yeah, I'm before chilling. you leave. Yeah. I, yeah, you, a freshman you didn't mention. I like Jordan Castell. I think he, he plays further away from the ball. I don't like freshman safeties, but there's a lot of opportunity in the safety room, and I heard he's making some plays out there. So I love Jordan Castell. Not a name that I'm just the, the got him looking wild <laughs> in that 14 though. So yeah, yeah he hey, might have man. to get a single digit. Got him looking wild in the 14. 14 is not bad. I mean, 14 is not bad. It's if, not if a safety he, number. It's better than 13. He, Neither was 43 or 35, really, you know, uh, the fullback numbers. But Amaya made it happen, and I think this could be all right with 14. If he starts balling out, there's, there's, you know, make him and Graham Merck switch numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so another here. here. Silk, Silk needs a job in the UAA as jersey snatcher, jersey swapper. You know what? You're not doing 15. Snatched. Give it to somebody else. Not sure if you guys know this, but the Gators had one of their best safeties of all time. Where the number 14 safety Bruce Bennett in 1962 was a walk. I have no idea. Uh, but he moved to safety okay. as a sophomore, three year starter, second team All American, first team as a senior, has a brick, tied Is for he... fourth in school history, 13 Ew. interceptions. Shout I mean, if Almighty. you guys don't know Bruce Bennett, then. I don't know if I can keep doing a podcast. With you. I got to take, I gotta have someone take a picture of the brick next time because I had Real no quick, idea that was even on the brick. They don't have him a brick. I'm pretty sure they don't have him a brick. He has a brick? Seems like he should. If is not, he- <laughs> justice for Bruce. That was a hey, – hey, Terry put it Terry put it in reverse real quick there. <laughs> does he actually have a brick? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's not my fault if he doesn't. You know, I Alrighty. if he doesn't have one. Let's 68, he has to be a white DB in 68, man. So shout out to him for being a white DB. Probably. Probably. Yeah, that's All-American Bruce Almighty. Uh, Jalen Watkins wore 14 to thank yep. you, Wicked Fresh. Yep. Yeah, shout out to Jay Watt, man. Absolute baller when he was at UF, man, towards the end of his career. Still still, still doing his thing, right? I think. I don't watch the NFL, so I'd be guessing. Yeah. 
All right. Harrison, we'll talk to you in a bit, buddy. Yeah, just I'll stay around. All right, buddy. Jalen Watkins no, last Bruce. season was with the Chargers in 2020. <laughs> what, what Dan got going on? Obviously, not a lot. <laughs> I'm doing my Bruce Bennett research. Yeah, um, Bruce Bennett. Um, let's see, a couple people in here. Um, you look good. You play good. I agree. That's good, why I wore Pete. the number 29 as a hockey netminder. Um, Manny Nunnery. A low-key guy, mm. the Houston transfer. Uh, Nick, have you heard anything about him? There's a couple names I'm going to throw your way after. after you heard negative things, I could tell. <laughs> um, I, he's, he just hasn't really stood out to me. I think um, he, he's, he's played linebacker. He's played safety. I think he's kind of – I would use him as like a rover. Um, mm -hmm. you're, you're nickel in running downs and running packages. So – Instead of having, you know, Jaden Hill playing against, you know, a, a seven-man front, um, you know, you bring him in as a guy that plays nickel um, that, that can play down in the box. I, I don't know that he's going to start over Wingo, Shamar, mm -hmm. uh, Trahaja. So, I, to me, it's <clears throat> he's a guy without a real opportunity to break in as a linebacker, and you got to figure out some ways. I do think he's a guy that will play um, on special teams, though. I haven't heard a lot about uh the other the other transfer that came from Michigan. What's his name? Spurlock? Yeah, Deuce Spurlock. Yeah. What what's he looking like in camp? Because linebackers is just a position to watch for me. So is he making any noise? That much noise. <laughs> silent. That long pause was just crazy, man. You know. <laughs> uh Nick, what about uh let's see here? Jack Pyburn, guy that we saw a little bit last year. I, I like Jack. Um, I'm interested with Jack because uh, Princely's kind of taken over the edge role, and, and whether you call it Jack or Edge, it, it, the NFL calls it Edge. So, right, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's, it's the edge position, a, a rusher. Um, I think Princely is it's a good move, and I've said it on the podcast already, it's a good move for him personally um, to try to get those sack numbers and, and show that he can play that at the next level. Um, I, and then behind him, you've got Pal. And Pyburn, I, I I think we saw a lot of Pyburn last year on special teams, and, and I was surprised that they wasted, or I thought they were wasting his redshirt um, when they when they played him really only on special teams. Um, but he's a guy that I like a lot. High motor, <clears throat> were the other adjectives Dan? High motor, Jim Rat, uh, Jim Rat, first in, last out, coach's yeah. kid. I don't know Pyburn. Pyburn athletic. Pyburn gave me Lattimore from program vibes, man. I like him. He he was um he, so he was a he was a high level wrestler, um, and he's got a a mean streak about him. Like he's he's a yeah, when yeah. linebackers don't wear gloves and they just like tape their knuckles. There's something. Yeah. There's a screw loose. That's that's him. That's the kind of linebacker he is. You want him on your team. Um, I, I don't know how much he'll play. It, it probably depends on you know uh, how much Princely's tapping his head to to get a breather um, on the sideline. Um, but I think him and Antoine Powell will be competing for reps behind Princely. Yeah, man. Anybody that's running full speed and happy about running into the wedge on kickoff. Loving uh, it. Return. Yeah, I, I, I love him, man. That's a guy to watch on special teams. I was watching him when I was at a couple games because you can't see it on TV. But when I was at the game, I was like, bro, this dude is mad. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he's mad at. I don't know what he's mad at, but he is mad, man. The entire time, full. I don't care if it goes through the end zone. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it all the way to the end zone when the ball lands, 
and he's gonna look upset that the, that the returner didn't return it every time. Mm -hmm. So I like Pyburn. Uh, we'll see how he develops. Uh, it was a late get by Billy and his staff mm -hmm. came down to us in Miami. Uh, but I like the kill a lot. We'll see how it all pans out. Yeah, he, he, he likes being here. The uh, <laughs> he, he's he's rocking that James Bates too. He's in that forty four. I like it. Looks looks fitting, man. All right. So um, if you're listening, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, yes, uh, ask a question, super track questions come first. And then just to keep everybody on uh, paying attention and focused, uh, why don't you write who you think is going to be the biggest standout on the Florida Gators defense this year? And then we'll do offense a little bit later. Mm. But who do you think is going to be the biggest standout on defense with that? Uh, DG is what we'll call him from now on. Uh, can Shamar be all SEC good in 2023? Should get a better opportunity with a stronger DL. Mm. Yeah, I, I like Shamar to ball out this year. He, he showed a lot of promise as a freshman. Mm -hmm. um, I think the defensive tackles just just always just being, being able to free those uh, linebackers up and not letting offensive linemen get up the field just makes them play a lot better. So he's definitely going to be able to play better with a, with a better front in front of him. But, um, yeah, I think he's going to have a breakout season. I also think the defense is going to be the strength of the team. Last year, it was the weakness. Uh, I think uh, the offense and, and the Florida Gators going to have to lean on their defense this year. Uh, we got a safety position to solidify a little bit. But once we get that figured out, I think we got a team that's going to be able to uh, make some noise, man. I love the secondary. Mm -hmm. love my corners. Uh, Devin Moore, uh, if he's healthy and you get a healthy Jason Marshall, uh, what I'm hearing from him and and, and what, yeah. Corey Raymond, what Corey Raymond is getting out of him in this spring, we're going to get to see shutout uh, number one DB, DB one vibes out of Jason Marshall, I think, this fall. Um, so we'll see him reach his full potential. I think the defense, if we find out in safety position, we could be lights out, bro. I like the additions that they brought in the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we got to see what the scheme looks like as well. Yeah, right. I, I think the scheme will be very similar. It will be very similar. I don't need a secondary um, scheme to be similar. I need Raymond to yeah. have some voice in that secondary. That's what I want to see. I want to see so, West Corey Raymond's touches since okay. uh, Patrick Tony's gone. There was some gripe about the way Corey Raymond coverages, was able to make coverages, correct, Corey correct. Raymond. So, and we talked a little greasy about Jason Marshall and, and, mm -hmm. and the way he's playing right now. I think we're going to – people are going to be going back and clipping our shows and being like, yo, maybe Jason Marshall just wasn't who we thought he was. Um, mm -hmm. This play that way. Uh, now, listen, Ricky Pearsall is going to get the best of you every once in a while, but um, I think Jason Marshall is a press man corner and wasn't yeah. playing that last year. And the big gripe between Tony and, and, and Corey Raymond was we need to be playing different coverages. We need to be playing this and – it was Patrick Tony's defense, and that was the call. Um, in practice, um, Austin Armstrong is, is spending most of his time with the safeties, but I do like that he still kind of floats around because he doesn't have that position group. But he's definitely coaching the safeties, I think, more than Corey Raymond is. But I think the biggest difference will be that Corey Raymond will have uh, either more say, definitely more say, but will have – potentially the final say in, Hey, these are the coverages that we need to be playing. Cause I got these guys. Well, and, and he, you know he should, right. Play. I mean, he's probably one of the most decorated defensive backs coach in college football. He's earned that right. And earned that responsibility. Uh, and I think that there was a lot of frustration. You saw it on the timeline. You saw it anytime that we would text each other. And obviously you saw it in the games. I mean, playing 10 yards off the ball on a, a third and two, 
right? I mean, there's just so many things that just didn't seem to make sense. One of the things that I do like about this team, Silk, you mentioned it before, uh, was the defensive back room. And I know last season we went in with a lot of question marks. We ended the season with some question marks on there seems to be some talent. We lacked depth. They were young. But now you add, you you have Jason Marshall, Jalen Kimber, Jaden Hill, Devin Moore, right? You have four solidified players that have I think you Well, no no, I know. I'm just saying you you have four you have four players that have a lot of snaps under their belt. They're upperclassmen now for the most part uh, in that group and so you have some talented snaps there. You throw in Jakeem Jackson. I don't know much about what we'll see out of Sharif Denson this year, right? But you still and then then Aaron Gates is there too, right? So you now have some people underneath those guys that hopefully I think Jakeem Jackson's gonna get a lot of playing time. I'll say it again a buddy of mine's a QB coach down in the Sarasota area, and he thinks Jakeem Jackson, not only the best DB in Florida last year, but was the best defensive back in the country last year. I think he's going to get a lot of playing time. Oof. You shuffle right. those five, right? You add Denson in, right? You have you still have Ethan Pouncey. You still have um, – who am I missing? I think that that's kind of it, right? You have Aaron Gates too. So, like, these guys are going to now be able to – to fill in and now if one of these guys goes out with an injury tweak something they need to you know tap their helmet you seem like you have a much better option than we did last year quality death at, at the cornerback spot um i think we have some 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 guys that can figure out safety but it's nothing we could we could hang our hat on right now uh, and i'll feel better once i can hang my hat on the safety position um and just seeing no slight of these guys, but just seeing the way Rashad Torrance and Trading tested, that even makes me feel better. It just to me, I don't even want to get into that. But I just think the safety room has a lot of potential, but we gotta see it all come into fruition. I would like to get a guy in the portal before fall camp that that has, you know, that's a ball player. And I think we could find a guy like that. And I know they're looking for one. So when we figure out the safety position, we're gonna be all right on defense. I think we're gonna be able to hang our hat. And we're going to have to depend on our defense because the offense, uh, we don't have a guy at quarterback this year that's as dynamic as uh, Anthony Richardson. Florida has one safety right now that I think is trustworthy, and that's Miguel Mitchell, right? Kamari Wilson, athleticism. You know, you saw him at times play really well. You saw him miss some coverages last year. You know, there were some plays that five made that if it was zero, a lot of people would have been calling his name out, but he was a freshman, so they rested on that. You have Jordan Castell as a freshman. You have Bryce Thornton as a freshman. Jadarius Perkins, it's kind of put up or shut up time, right? I mean, we've heard a lot about Jadarius Perkins, you know, over the last three years that he's been at Florida. This is an opportunity now for him. You have Dakota Mitchell uh, back there as well. He's entering his redshirt sophomore year, right? Jamarcus Weston mm-hmm. moves back there. Don't know if that's going to be a, a thing when the, uh, the summer rolls around. Uh, but you got to fill that empty spot. And then after that, you've got to have two guys to elevate, you know, behind those other two, and I think it's going to be a freshman. How's Jamarcus Weston looking at safety? I haven't heard anything about that move. Probably for a reason. Yeah, quiet again. Okay, Nick. Very good. <laughs> Nick's, when Nick's trying not to be negative, Nick, he just don't say nothing. He's just like, bro, I don't, I don't have anything for you. Mama told me if you don't got nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. That makes for a weird podcast when you ask me about, when you ask me about certain players. Well – when you move from receiver to safety and there's no ah, more that safety. She has a red shirt junior. Poor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have Florida, that's that's their biggest question mark though, right? It's got to be safety. So, for sure. So here, here's, here's what I think. I think Florida, well, first off, they're up against the 85. And that, you know, like Adam 
uh, Mahalik was put on scholarship. Will he be on scholarship in the fall? I don't know. Will he transfer if he's not? Do you need two kickers on scholarship? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> to me, the positions that Florida needs to go into the portal, uh, and we can talk about Austin Simmons and possibly reclassifying, but I think you need a fourth quarterback mm-hmm. on the roster. And even if Simmons does reclassify, let's say Grayson McCall figures his academic situation out and he comes back in the portal if he wants to come yeah you take him too um i think florida needs another quarterback in the portal you want four on scholarship Mm -hmm. you need a safety in my opinion you need a safety that can play not a safety just to play special teams and to fill in you need a guy who has experience that can Mm -hmm. play day one if you need him to i think you need another edge rusher i think you need an outside receiver um, you could use another offensive lineman, just the way that you're seeing some guys go down with injuries. Um, Florida's got some work to do in the transfer portal, and you don't have a bunch of scholarship numbers. So I would, I guess, and I don't like to opine about who's going to leave, but I think you're going to have some guys, you know, look doing the math, looking at the depth chart, and, and you'll have some guys leave because Florida has to get, in my opinion, five, six, seven guys from the portal when it opens uh, in ten days. Yeah, I don't think they have to push them out. I think a lot of these guys, like, they're going to make position changes that are moving. If they get passed mm-hmm. on the depth chart by younger guys, they, they don't see a lot Things of – on the uh, wall. Yeah, the writing's on the wall, and you need them to make it to that next level in the league. Some of these guys mm-hmm. will graduate and have opportunities. So it's just going to be expected, and I'm pretty sure the staff already had some of those conversations, man. Uh, and I mean, here's, out. here's a name that we've not talked about since maybe his recruitment – um, Jalen Humphreys, you know, red shirt junior defensive line needs a lot of help. Not a guy that I've heard a lot about. Nick, can you share anything on Jalen Humphreys? Not saying that he's going to transfer, but um, I, he's a depth guy right now. Um, you know, where, where he's playing, he's not playing ahead of Cam. Um, he's not playing ahead of, of McClellan. He's not playing ahead of Watson. So mm-hmm. he's, he's a depth guy. Yeah, you might you may graduate. Um, you know, just looking, there's some names on here that I can see. Um, Nick, let's talk a little bit about Edge. We talked a little bit about Boone, uh, Searcy a little bit early, and obviously Justice Boone's Justice Boone. I have not mentioned him at all in the podcast. That's a dude. Um, uh, kind of a man amongst men in that locker room. Like when he talks, people listen. Um, I think he was kind of just lost in the shuffle. They had so many guys. At defensive end, um, Tyreek Sapp's definitely moving more inside. I think Justice Boone will be your starting defensive end. Um, I love his motor. Um, he he gives like from an emotional standpoint, from a care giving standpoint, he's like big Tebow vibes, very vocal in your face. If you're doing something wrong, he will grab your that. face mask and let you know that. Like that's the kind of player that Justice Boone is, um, and he enjoys that role. I think. As a young player at the beginning of last year, you kind of don't know if that's your place. You don't know if, if you're overstepping, you know, your boundaries. But uh, towards the end of last year, towards the middle of last year, he just said, no, screw it. Like, this is – I need to – if no one else is going to do it, I need to be the one. Um, he is very, very respected in that locker room. Excellent. Uh, other names that are on here – where am I? Cameron James, uh, Scooby Williams. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, have we heard much about old Scoob? Yeah, I mean, he. They're, I don't know if they're cross-training him or if it didn't work out at edge. I think Scooby Williams is an edge. I don't think he's an inside linebacker, um, but he's been 
he was really only an edge for like three practices and they moved him back. So to me, uh, and this is not any intel, but this is just me covering the team for 10 years. If you if they tried you somewhere new and you did it for three practices and then you got sent back, um, that tells me it wasn't working out. Um, and, and then I don't think he's starting over, you know, the guys we've already mentioned mm-hmm. um, right there at, at, uh, at that spot. Hey, shout out to who that gator, man. He right, bro. We got 112 people in here vibing. Get them likes up, man. Like, it don't cost nothing to show love. Yeah, you like sitting in here, you ain't liking. <laughs> you, hey, I'm one of those likes. Well, I'm one of those likes, too. Oh, oh. Well, I'm, okay. a, I'm a hater. I, I yeah, really yeah, like Harrison, go like us. Harrison, I know you're still listening oh. in the green room, so go like it. Go put Harrison, it on your uh, your story. You're in our group Harrison chat for probably, a reason. Harrison probably downloaded some kind of like Chrome extension so he could dislike the video. Mm. Just I, I heard schools made some plays <laughs> in the backfield uh, the last the last couple of practice that he's been he's been back there a little bit and causing some chaos. Um, well, well, we'll see. We'll see Thursday's second scrimmage. Um, okay. I'm going to have a depth chart coming out tomorrow, a projected depth chart coming out tomorrow. Um, second scrimmage tomorrow, I think, is around. You want to just read it off here or have yeah, you not guess, done it yet? I haven't, haven't, even, haven't even written it yet. Uh, even oh, very yet. good. Who do you got at starting <clears throat> kicker? Mihalik or, or Smack? Uh, Mahalik. All right. They're both sophomores. One's a red shirt sophomore. The other one's a sophomore. Hey, tell Anthony. So I went on Anthony's show, um, mm. and he was talking. I, I was in my negative bag. I, I, I can see. I that. wasn't. I wasn't in my negative bag. He was talking about how many wins. So I made him pull up the schedule, mm. and made him go through the schedule. He went undefeated. I could see the energy dropping as some realizations happened without right. me influencing anything. Yeah. Um, Ace, Ace Wade. Anthony Ace Wade, call in, do, call in, I, defend, defend your record. I do need to get uh, on the show. Last two weeks, last week, I don't remember what I had going on. This week, obviously, we're doing this show. Anthony, we'll, we'll figure out a time. Um, but I appreciate you listening, my friend. Make sure you like and subscribe. I think you already do. Y'all, y'all, um, record, y'all record on Bender days? You can't record on Bender days, Ace. You got to record yeah, on Monday, regular. Mon- yeah, Monday, I'm usually just kind of worn out from the day, plus our pod. Yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday, after that, you just never know, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's I mean, tomorrow is the Frozen Four, right? Uh, yeah. We're watching Michigan versus Minnesota, and we're watching Quinnipiac versus No, we're B- not. No, we're not. Where did Nick? Where did Dan go? A uh, shot to that man. Nobody want to hear about Dan. whatever you're saying. <laughs> uh, nah, we're not watching the Frozen Four. What no, is the no, Frozen sir. Four? All right, he's back. Nah, the the Frozen like your internet. We no, got easy, easy killer. I pay way too much for the internet to be bad. So uh, Minnesota <laughs> versus Michigan and Quinnipiac versus BU. Um, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a barn burner tomorrow. A little college hockey hmm. starts at five, ends at eleven, eleven thirty. At night? Yeah. Two different games. One oh. starts at 5, one starts at 8.30. That's enough time for me to get, I don't know, 12, 13 of the, uh, the tall boy. Um, we'll probably drink um, some Molson tomorrow because it's hockey. Uh, maybe some Labatt Blue. Shout out to the puppy on the bed, man. Shout out to the puppy on the bed. All right. Uh, let's see. Man's talking hockey. You know what, DG? That's what you oh. get. You know, <laughs> that's just what you get. Um, must be new around here. Um, Yo, DG's but, picture on his uh, profile is hilarious. As well, it's, with it's nuts. Um, Nathaniel Rogers, always appreciate you listening, my dude. Uh, to be honest, you can't predict the season because of upgrades on the front and skill Correct. position. Yeah, Nick. So stop predicting. 
Too many, we'll too many see. upgrades, and still got a portal to get here. But I, oh, I like, I got it. I like, I got a key prediction. We got clickbait all day. Yeah, that's where that's where the bread's at, man. You got to clickbait them, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh, get in the offense. Oh, go ahead, Silk. I just like my trenches. If I get a quarterback in the portal, I feel I, I'll start lying a little bit. I just can't commit my lies until I get. Uh, and I'm not saying Graham Mercy's playing bad because I haven't heard that at all. But for me. Uh, to get my lives off, I just need to one of these quarterbacks that's that's struggling in the quarterback battle that lose one of these quarterback battles in Texas, Ole Miss, Georgia, Alabama. It's a lot of quarterback battles. Give me one of them guys that's going to hit just the Just don't portal. get me back from Georgia. And with my trenches, I don't know. No, 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 no. That's no, no go. Um, so let's, so one, one that I like in Texas, Silk, is I, – I don't want to mess up his name. Quinn um, Ewers. I like no, him too. No, no. I mean, how many schools can Quinn go to? Uh, Malik Murphy. Um, Malik he Murphy. Seems, he seems to be the odd man out. Mm-hmm. I will throw caution at this. He is from Gardena, California. Oh. Uh, He's going to go to Arizona State. <laughs> oh, no. And get a bicycle. Um, <laughs> oh, that's just that's just Not even an mean e-bike. Mean-spirited. Mean-spirited. Hey, Dan bought stock of, of Dan Ruiz, the troll. I can see that by. is <laughs> incredible. Yeah, that's that's a clever move. I need to step my game that's up. Le- it's levels, you know? Yeah. Silk oh, might Jeff. win all the awards, but hidden Jeff behind Ruiz. the best picture. Oh, man, we got Anthony. Anthony, what's up, dude? Yo, what's going on with y'all? Vibrations, hey, man. Hey, I don't know what Nick told y'all here, but he lied, man. That's that right. never – Never lied. I'm gonna chop a cherry tree down right now. I know two things about Ace. He's positive and he's also a homer and a sunshine pumper. So I know he no way he, he folded. <laughs> Pump that sunshine real quick for us, Ace. I can't, I can't lie right now. I, I gotta see the spring game first. Uh, I'm pretty much like you. I'm not gonna lie right now. I wanna do it. Right. Nope. Yeah. All right, Ace, uh Ace, wanna get your thoughts. Uh Nick and Silk. This is a uh, a topic that uh who was it? Hugh Freeze brought up. Yeah, uh, said that. Instead of spring games, let's uh, let's play some other non-conference, out-of-conference type schedule or uh, teams. Uh, maybe play a, a school in your state that you might not otherwise play. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Ace, we'll start with you and then go around the circle. Uh, well, my first question is, bro, how many games are you trying to play? I mean, mm. I mean, I I don't like it because you need that spring period to kind of evaluate where you are as a team, and you have new players coming in. They can get they can get acclimated to the system as soon as they get there since kids are early enrolling nowadays frequently. So kind of want to keep the spring game, but I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, adding another non-conference game, I get it, but just with some of these states, like who are you gonna play? I mean, you don't really have another division one team that you can play. Yeah, <laughs> it have to be like what, like an FAU or FIU, I guess. Yeah, it's like who's gonna really go yeah. to watch that at that point? Hmm. Yeah, I'm with. I don't know how beneficial it will be. I don't either. Yeah, yeah I'm, I don't I'm think people I, are gonna care regardless. Right. Yeah, I, I like the. Um, I don't know. I, I will. It just you want to make it out of spring. You want to install in spring. You want to make it out of spring healthy. Mm. And, and that's it, you know, that's like the, all that's the, that second yeah. one. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, uh, and I don't listen, know about it, the, the the games and out of conference and not. It's too much, bro. It's football. You can get hurt, you know, just in practice. Um, but I think 
having Florida play FAU, like FAU's coming to play that game. Like, hey, we're going <laughs> yeah. to play this. Yeah, they bring it big play five. Yeah. Three plays and all, man. Yeah. All of a sudden, you start getting into some weird. So I like the idea. I think you would just have so many rules have to be agreed on with the coaches. Like, hey, we're not mm-hmm. doing this. We're not doing that. That you would get the same watered down scrimmage that you're, you're going to get. Now, not like the Dan Mullen uh, spring game where, you know, Chris Doring's catching a touchdown during the spring game. I'm like, how do I, what, like, what are we even doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you, you would, it opens up Florida to losing to FAU, to FIU when it's, when it's a spring game. So I like the idea. Um, I just don't see how it would be executed well. All right. So who since wants, you got who wants to play a away spring game? I don't even care if you FAU or FIU. Who wants mm-hmm. to play a away spring? It's just such a, a a fan thing, a family thing, program yeah. thing. It's usually free. The tickets mm-hmm. is open. Like and it's like who wants to go to a away stadium to do that type of thing? I don't, you can I don't do know like the old jamborees where you split your team in half. Yeah. <laughs> Um, since you guys kind of you echoed what I was going to say, do you think the fans care? Uh, drop a, a comment in, in the chat if you guys uh, would care or, or not care. I guess my opinion on the matter is I don't know if fans would truly care. I don't know if a ton more fans would go out if Florida was playing FIU for a spring game that would otherwise not go to an orange and blue game. Right? I mean, do you guys think that it could be – I'm going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Am I going to go? Yeah, I'm a fanatic, bro. It's the reason why I started podcasting. I'm just a fanatic. I'm showing up next week. If I got time and availability, I'm definitely going to show up. I'll participate, but. But it's not going to change what you were going to do regardless, right? right. Like if you were on, and, and obviously you're a bigger fan than the average fan, but if you imagine yourself just sitting on the fence there, do you think that that would persuade you one way or another to, to go or not go? Nah, man. I, yeah. I, I don't foresee it. What about you guys? I, I yeah. Mean, I, I, hey, I don't, I'm contractually I don't obligated. Yeah, Nick's contractually obligated. Uh, St. Walker said they do it season in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little bit different, though. Um, one, they're getting paid, and two, they're cutting people at the end of that that spring, so it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, it's audition. Yeah. Um. Ace, what are your thoughts? Would you be more interested if Florida's playing FAU or even if you went out of state, if Florida played like Valdosta or something, would you care? I mean, more. I mean, I'll, I'll go, but it'd be weird when you think about it because, you know, you think of the spring and, like I said, you think, you know, that's just the team kind of installing everything. But I could see playing against another team. It just depends on who it is. If it's like FAU, I mean, I'll care more if they're playing FAU instead of, like, going out of state, playing, like, a Valdosta or somebody like that. Or even playing, like, even playing a Florida State somehow. Just play them in the spring. I'll definitely go to that. But for the most part, I mean, it's either or with me. It doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter too much. Mm. You can't be playing old people in in spring, man. Florida State got, like (laughs) – 40-year-old seniors, bro. You can't be out there in spring. They got they only can play in the fall, man. Um, Nathaniel spring practices are not for fans, designed to give coaches a sense of direction. St. Walker said we'd go uh because we're bored. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's why I'm going next week. 
Yeah. They uh, canceled the Freddie Gibbs show, so I was just like, well, what am I going to do? Uh, I'd rather have one preseason game before the season starts, Derek Mercer says. He also said seven wins max for this uh, this season. Max. Hey, hey, Derek, get out of here, bro. <laughs> well, make sure you like. I know, I know who that is, man. No, nah, no, nah, you, you log off, Derek. I'll talk to you later, bro. You log off with that negativity. You black Nick, bro. <laughs> Seven wins max. What kind of what kind of outlook is that, bro? You got one job, man. That's to cheer. You can't even do that right. Cheer, bro. Last you can't even do that. Team. You're third string cheerleader. Yeah, bro. You're chillier. Just a suggestion. No more call for sweeps for the baseball team. No more. Oh, yeah. Mm. No more. Ah, mm. yeah. The one they, the one they did sweep. I was, uh, was that way? You were. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's when we I got to use our Donovan. Having an awesome time. Awesome yeah, time we had, we had an awesome time too because we swept the team. We 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 yeah. got Nick out of town again. We we got to send him out of town <laughs> at this point. Uh, well, the team's out. out of town this weekend while I stay at home. Not contractually uh, obligated to go out of town. Listen, buddy. I got. We got football going on. Football pays the mortgage. Baseball. Uh, we got a cool. We got. A, we got a cool little community of baseball fans. Uh, but they're not paying for this. Uh, this room I'm sitting in right now. Mm. We might possibly win this weekend since the team's gonna be in Knoxville. So hey, never mm. know. That's a, that's gonna be a dope series. Um, Tennessee and Florida two years ago when they were in Knoxville was heated. Um, last year. Hunter Barker tore his UCL, had to get Tommy John surgery the same week of the Tennessee series. They swept Florida at home. Um, I think they won a uh, regular season national championship in Knoxville, celebrated like it, uh, and then didn't win anything. Um, so this is going to be – I think we're going to see some tempers. We're going to see some chirping. Um, I'm excited for it. Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Knoxville, the weather looks absolutely trash on Friday and Saturday. Did you guys see the, the weather for the Masters this week? Just terrible. terrible. Just awful. I watched the par three today, though. I got a question. Hey, I got a question for you, Nick. What what style of spring game are we having? Have you heard anything about the style, the teams, how they splitting it? Like, what's the format? No, I think I think we'll probably ask Billy that tomorrow. Um, last That's year, a good they, question. Last year, they um, Billy does like saying good. They need me on the beat, Dan. Need you on the beat, like mustard. Hey, silk on the beat. <laughs> um, I'll ask him tomorrow, but I would expect mostly ones versus twos, and and kind of like last year, you'll get to see uh, both Mertz and Miller, both sides of the law firm, with the ones and with the twos. Okay. Hmm. I heard Mertz dropped the dime. I mean, not Mertz. I heard uh, Jack Miller dropped the dime to uh, Aiden Mizell. Man, that's the word on the streets. Man, like a forty, fifty yard bomb, something crazy. Streets talking. Streets, streets buzzing a little bit. Ooh. Got some lies. They're getting off some lies. <laughs> They're getting off their lies. Uh, let's see. St. Walker, this is not the college football. Our grandparents grew up watching the kids get paid some. It can help smaller schools making the spring game a byproduct and having tougher matchups in the fall. I like it. I, I like that. I just don't know. Like, I would see that coaches, both coaches, just trying to get out of their healthy. Hey, you can't you can't blitz more than five. You can't bring more than five because they don't want their quarterbacks to get hurt. Hey, we're I, I just see like you're 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 having to agree to like so many stipulations that you don't get the you know a floor a real football game as mm. it is. Like you're looking like it's gonna look like almost like Pro Bowl NFL Pro Bowl style where it's not the same game. 
right, let me paint a scenario for you. So I get hired uh, as a as a football coach in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to install a whole system of offense and defense in a few weeks of spring, and then play another program. I just don't know if it like works for like new hires, new staff. Like it's just too much new stuff going on. Uh, fresh out the signing day, mm-hmm. all of that. You know, I don't, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense in that regard. A lot of, a lot of just coaches are not going to be with it from that standpoint. If I and you add another kid, thing to their plate, right? Yeah, we already I, talked about how much yeah. coaches have on their plate. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, you're good. No, no. Yeah, it's just I'm, the bourbon I'm talking. The king of I like interrupting people, man. It's, it's my thing. Um, Ace, what else you got? What other hot takes? Who's who's? What's a player you're excited about on offense and defense? Don't name a bunch. Just name one on each and special teams. Oh, he got to do the uh, what, what was it? R. Kelly said, Oh man, all of them. I'll go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be like that right now, but um, uh, special teams, um, I'll say anybody that can actually return a punt or kick. Mm, just anybody at, at this point. Who do you think that can return a punt or a kick? Um, I better see Eugene Wilson third out there. I would like to see him returning, returning um punt at least. Andy Gene, mm. and clear as day because what what we're seeing with him out there is, yeah, that that kid's definitely gonna start. Not by hey. week, he'll be starting by week three at least. Um, hey, this is a quick question. You brought up Eugene, or uh, you brought up Andy Gene's name. I want to have a, uh, a a question for each of you to answer. Who do you think has a better career at Florida, Andy Gene? Aiden Mizell or Eugene Wilson? Whew. Um, that's tough. Yeah, throw Harrison back in here for this, too. I want to hear what he has to say. All right, Harrison. Um, Great. I, re- I really want to say Andy Gene, but I think. South Florida bias. South Florida <laughs> bias. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the course zone and say not so fast. Trey Wilson, even though I'm going to hate being – if I'm wrong on this, I'm – gonna hate it but trey wilson all right so uh, i'm see all you later, in i'm all in on the andy gene start like you are with uh life wallet man give me andy gene man i think eugene mm-hmm. wilson has an incredible ceiling with all that speed top end speed production could be crazy but give me the professional bro andy gene bought that work mm-hmm. man i got andy gene soft florida mm-hmm. bias man harrison yeah. they want to embrace it i got it um so I hadn't put this out anywhere yet, but I think Andy Gene has been running with the threes. Mm. Um, I also think to, he'll. They're trying to humble him. That's all. Okay. Okay. Harrison, um, you're back. Means you like Nick in the eyes when he tells you this. Wow. Um, I think he's been running with the threes as the leader of the Andy Gene propaganda hype train. It was discouraging uh, to mm. hear and see that um, we we will rebuild. We do you think – Yeah, let it cook, man. Nick, do you think it was maybe to give some other opportunity to some people that are maybe a like little bit spin. lower on the depth chart? I like that spin. I like it too. I like Professional that spin. spin guy. What's, what's, the, what's, uh, spin the, what's the depth chart? If, if, if Who are running – which wide receivers are running with the ones and twos if he's with the threes? But I'm not, I'm not shaking about that depth Khalil chart Khalil Jackson. Mm. Khalil Jackson's having Khalil Jackson's spin. grandson. <laughs> Yeah, Khalil Jackson's having a spring, and if we're talking guys, you know, to get uh, scholarships, I think he might be on track to to be a scholarship player next year. We don't have any more. Uh, well, you, you know, know baseball, uh, right. 
Yeah, some moving and shuffling that needs to happen. Um, I'm going to go to get back on topic because I, I, I'm i I'm elite at, at derailing the train. Um, I, I'm going to go with Andy Jean still. Can't backtrack okay. yet. But I love Eugene Wilson's potential. I think as soon as Ricky Pearsall leaves, Eugene Wilson's your starting slot receiver in 24. And I want to see him on punt return, kick return, um, like Anthony said, too. All right, well, I'm just going to go Aiden Mizell because it allows for better radio. Uh, obviously, uh, a shifty guy, a speedster. His parents are both scholarship athletes. Uh, like what I see about him from high school. Uh, played in the 813. I mean, outside of the 954, probably the best area to play football in all of Florida. Uh, hey, so hey, I hey, think hey. that he's going to be a, a fantastic player uh, at the University of Florida. He's going to come in. He's quick. I think he might get some opportunity on kick or punt return. Uh Maybe it's not, you know, right off the bat that he's the uh, the best or the star uh, wide receiver, but I think uh, the time career's done. I'm going to go Aiden Mizell. Uh, really quickly on the area, I'll be the area code police. Um, oh, because good. a friend of the show, Connor, would be very disappointed that you acknowledged Aiden as 813 instead of Orlando. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, 4, 407. I take, I take it back. I go to Eugene Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm out. I'm out. I changed my opinion. <laughs> yeah. He tried to make it even for radio and then just like, no, nah, I don't want to forget you the tape. Fumbled the bag. Uh, Amazel got a lot of type top end speed. Like I said, I heard he called a deep pass from Jack Miller. He's running with the threes as well. I expect a lot of these freshmen to run with threes, but uh, fall camp is amongst us. It'll be here in the fall. And plus, a lot of these people just be practice all Americans. Uh, we've mm-hmm. heard of some, some great practice all Americans over the year that never translated to the field. Uh, we'll see how it all works out, but uh, Andy Jean, Eugene Wilson, and Aiden Mazzell, all elite work. As I don't think there's said, a wrong answer out of any of those three. Honestly. Well, there is because we're going to have empirical gonna data to back years. us up, right? See, I'm going to go Andy Jean slightly over Trey Wilson. Mm. I mean, because I get it with Trey Wilson. He's going to be eventually your starting slot receiver. He's going to be on special teams, but just watch Andy Jean, what he does, the work he puts in. And how he carries himself, he looks literally looks like a professional player out there. Just, mm-hmm. just the way he moves out there. Just so, on the third team. Yeah, you know, <laughs> on the third team. I feel like that's egregious, but um, hey, we're not the coaches, so. Well, Billy Napier does listen to this I'm, show. Uh, that's been confirmed. That's uh, at least one Friend episode of the show. he listened to Friend the entire the, the entire thing. He actually um, hangs out on the show too. I don't know if y'all ever heard yeah, yeah. the episode, but he definitely vibes with us. Yeah. Um, who dat Gator two two eight? Just want the new Ike Redell and Quez. Ah, yeah, that's Gaffney, a big and Jacobs. Just easy. No I mean, these are is. these are easy things, right? I I'd like a Richard Milley. Let's just make that happen. Very good. Uh, Derek Mercer <laughs> said Andy Jean is running with the threes to develop chemistry uh, with future Florida Gators starting quarterback, potentially even in game one, Max Brown. It's been Max Nick's- Brown. Like, like Max Brown is the new Cal Trask of uh, backup quarterbacks. Uh, he has a strong arm, probably the strongest of the three, has some dual threat capabilities. He can move a little bit. I like what I've seen just from him, just little highlights, but that don't tell us a whole lot. Um, but I'm not, I'm not. Kyle Trask created a lot of chemistry with some guys running with them threes, and then it came, it worked out for him. So I got Chase a question. Wester- is Derek Mercer? Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say, is Derek Mercer Noop from Twitter? Yeah, the same. That's person? Noop. Same guy. Okay, that's Derek. why he's lying about Max Brown. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Chase, Chase, Detective Chase Harrison. Chase Wester. I hope that's your photo. Um, looking, looking ready to ready to play. Catch that uh, Andy Jean type route. Um, right, said I can tell what route he's running. He's running a slant there. I can tell. Chase, let us know if you're running a, a slant no. there and, and how long your touchdown was. Uh, argument would be I'm a jump it because I know what route he's running, Dan. What do you mean? Hey, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. Sounds like we got a spring game one on one. Chase be in Gainesville, Silk, or he says he's going to be there. You we already know. He does. Oh, he's jumped. Dep right, depends jump. on who Silk's coach is. Might have him 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. Oh, before you give me a coach, you got to give me an NIL deal before you give me a coach. Silk <laughs> is too nice with it. All right, that's enough, Chase. All right. That's um, enough. That's enough, enough. compliments. I'm keeping receipts like I did with Trask, Max Brown, QB1. Um, you're going to have a lot of receipts. He called, he called Trask too, man. Shout, shout to Newton. I was going to say, Trask, he did all that. Yeah, he was he – was, um, No, I was on the Trask train oh, first spring. First no, spring. No, you weren't. Check, check in with me. Spencer Meekins and then talk to me. Shouting. Me, me and Spence. Yes, me and Spence. Spence were – Me and Spence were day one Trask train. Screaming from the rooftops. You and negative Felipe Frank's train. Well, you know that there's many trains that I'm on. <laughs> I think he just did a show you had to do his Murphy on, right? And mm -hmm. he said he went out to the practice, and everybody kind of saw that Kyle Trask is the better quarterback. And I'm sitting there thinking, while well, listening to it, I'm like, well, if he sees it, and a lot of other people see it, how come that coach who will not be mentioned ever again didn't see it like everybody else? Cause he he made the same mistake a lot of coaches make, man. It's politics in, in football. Uh, you bring in a guy as highly recruited as Felipe Franks, like they want to see him play. So um, he like Lewis Murphy, not the only one. Uh, Zach Abelverde used to hit me up all the time. Just man, Kyle could play. Like he's he's probably he's better than Franks. Like these a lot of people used to hit me up saying that Kyle Trash was better. But it's politics in football, bro. Like everybody that starting ain't starting because they're better. That's just the facts. Right. Hmm. I'm gonna uh, pull up an old uh, Harrison. We'll see you later, Ace. We're just gonna keep you in the uh, in the stream as well. We'll bring you back in. Um, I found this old thread. Silk, so this will be a lot of fun. Oh, Let's no. see if I just hit the present button, share it. screen. Me? This, nope. feels, this feels like a setup. Um, so Ty Pod, if you guys remember him, um, we had a, a debate about Kyle Trask. This goes back to 2016, years before this episode even started. Uh, this is Silk openly hating on Kyle Trask. Um, no! Um, yeah. Um, you know, the on, other Dan. guy was better. You know, I was arguing that Kyle Trask couldn't transfer, could play Where's the school. hate? Show me the hate. I don't hate. Uh, I, I, I don't, leave it's somewhere. It's somewhere in there. Um, wait, wait. Go back up because there was a deleted tweet. So Silk's quick uh, on no, the... That's Tie Pod. Oh, okay. It's a suspended account. Rest in peace to the no. account. <laughs> um, that makes sense from the old Tie Pod account. Uh, so <laughs> I can I can assume it was negative. Uh, Silk and Ty know that he could have started at any school in Texas. Strict transfer rules. Silk responds back to my old Twitter handle. So he had a transfer to start. That's our point. Now it's completely different offense. That, was, that I was never said Look at the QB. I CCU. Exactly. This is what I said. I said my take on Kyle <laughs> Trash was never that he was a trash quarterback. I said the University of Florida. We only we didn't have any quarterback committed, right? And I I take at the time was was Kyle Trash. I said the University of Florida IQB one cannot be a backup quarterback. This is University of Florida. You can't recruit 
as your QB one a back a backup quarterback. That was a solid take. Never hated on the kid. And then I was right because they brought in Felipe Franks as well. You can't have that guy be your quarterback one uh, as a backup quarterback at the University of Florida. I don't care how well it pans out later, but when you're recruiting him mm. at that point, I got a job to do. And my job That's is fanatic. My job as fanatic is to say you're. <laughs> and, and I mean, as I've always said, I didn't, Tra- I didn't pump sunshine. No, nope. <laughs> as I've always said, I thought Kyle Trask was going to be a great player for the University of Florida. And well, um, as you as you've always said, the season goes as Jaden Hill goes. <laughs> Let's look some old Kyle Trask uh, tweets. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see how curse. far they go back. Now that you say that, Nick, that was a curse. That was a, that was a um, take. While Dan looks that up, Silk, do you remember how Felipe committed? Do you remember that whole little mini saga? Because there's never, there's never uh, a, a normal moment in, in, in Gator Twitter, Gator fans. You remember it? Yeah, so I remember he's it. On, because, no, he's hold on. on. He, Before you get ahead, to campus, shout out to, shout out to Little Rose. <laughs> oh, man. Little Rose and Dwayne Haskins DMs uh, setting these visits up, man, making it happen as as a fanatic of the, of the fan base. Uh, but I was excited for this game that they was heading to because I knew Dwayne Haskins was about to flip. But go ahead, Nick, finish your uh, thing. Uh, Felipe so Frank. Felipe hijacked. had, I think Felipe had like just decommitted from LSU. I don't know the story mm-hmm. there. Um, he's on campus and. Dwayne Haskins is also on campus, and I think both of them are enjoying their time, and you start doing numbers. Felipe fires off that, I'm committing to Florida, staying home. We didn't get a gunslinger from Nuss. We didn't get whatever Max emoji thing was, and we're all like, uh, what's happening? Are we doing this? I was still waiting on Dwayne Haskins. I'm committed. Yeah. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> You're I was, like, rest, ah. rest in peace. Rest in peace Ooh. to Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There can only uh, be one, but I think, I think Felipe was like, Mm, there's only one spot who can hit the buzzer faster. Bop. So here I am, 2015. Um, <laughs> Back to Dan. Dude. Well, no, no, that's fine. Uh, Gators should have signed Paxton Lynch. Multiple exclamation marks. Where Same you go, Memphis? Don't sign Kyle Trask. Yeah, he um, wanted to go to Florida, I believe. I don't think Florida was totally interested in him at the time. Um, he goes to Memphis, has a – Pretty good career there. Gets drafted a couple years in the NFL. I think with the Broncos, hmm. maybe. But that's a name. Uh, who was the guy years ago that committed to Florida and they didn't put out an emoji about him? You guys remember? Harrison probably remembers because he's put Harry back in. Whoa! What year? I that's don't remember. It. it was just some point <laughs> in the last seven years. <laughs> It was Frank's. Uh, that was that was, nah. fra- that was, that was oh, flagrant. That was my flagrant. bad. Yeah, that was- you think about it, Harrison. All right. Um, Damn, Dan is just dude. yo-yoing Harrison. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. He's got to think about it. When Harrison, when you when you know, you put your hoodie down, and we'll bring you back in. Uh, didn't the same thing happen with Corral and Fields? Um, Fields not, wasn't committing that day. Not not totally. Yeah, not totally. Phil's wanted to take it all the way to uh, whatever his decision date was, and Florida had to solidify that quarterback position, and Matt Corral was ready. So they took Matt. Um, and in hindsight, 2020, you couldn't go wrong either one of those guys in a college career. Shout out to um, Jim McElwain and that staff. No, 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 no. Be- before, Jim McElwain, oh. before, before Jim McElwain self-imploded, they were figuring out recruiting. Like Matt Corral was coming. Jamar Chase was coming with Matt Corral to Florida. 
They that mm. that class before Jim McElwain made up death threats and then refused yeah. to show any of the evidence. They Florida Drew Hughes that staff Randy Shannon with his specials Jamar Chase. Um, yeah, Jamar shout out to Chase. Gregory Nord. Uh, those guys had figured out recruiting, and and that class was going to be fire um, before Matt got fired. Yeah, so, but sometimes addition by subtraction is the best thing for your yeah. program. Yeah, Matt couldn't figure out offense. He had to go, man. That, Bro, that Chase, Chase knows that that twenty that that twenty seventeen class was going to be good. You think I don't know if I don't know if Jamar Chase would have stuck. I thought I just felt like he was gonna end up at LSU regardless. But program sources said that he was staying. Loved pl- loved the idea of playing. Oh, drop the microphone. Love the idea of playing with um with with Chase or not with Chase with um just playing with himself. Matt Corral. No, with Matt, Matt Corral. Corral. Um Florida had things figured out and then until they didn't. What's Matt yeah, Corral man. up to these days? He's getting ready for the draft, or was he, he was drafted last year? No, he was drafted last yeah, year. He was on the Carolina Panthers. There you go. Number nine. He might be uh, Anthony Richardson's backup. Ooh, the uh, Indianapolis Colts had a plane in Gainesville today. They picked, mm-hmm. uh, what, fourth? Mm-hmm. Who is their starting quarterback? Would it, would it just be Anthony right away? Yeah, because uh, Baker's gone. Well, I guess he would have to beat like out uh, what's the guy that they got from the uh, the Jets when they got Zach Wilson, Foles, and Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. Oh, did they not re-sign the Jets guy whose name I'm forgetting, or maybe they traded him? Gardner Minshew. Who you talking about? No, I'm not talking about Gardner Minshew. Shout to Minshew, man. Best quarterback the Jacksonville's had in a long time. Let's see. Don't um, you ever he? Don't you ever disrespect <laughs> my team like that? Um. Gardner Minshew, Jacksonville Duval legend. He's a legend. Duval legend. I, I, yeah, he, he, I'm, he's a he's a. Uh, I was thinking of Sam Darnold. Uh, he, yeah. He's a fan favorite. I won't call him a legend. He's a fan favorite because he just came out of nowhere, Pauls, and, and just started you know winning some games as a backup quarterback. Backup quarterbacks are always popular. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But Minshew is not a legend. Brunel is a legend. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Left, which is a legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give me no Minshew. That's disrespectful. Uh, let's see. Looking at the quote or the, the the chat here, Nick looks like he's ready for bed. That's just how Nick looks. Um, <laughs> whether he just woke I, up, I, or whether he's ready I, to go to bed. That's I, I am. I am. I have. I need the Post Malone tattoo. Always tired, right under my eyes, right on top of these bags. I'm good to go, baby. I'm alive. All right. Ace, ask Harrison your question. We're going to kick you both out again. <laughs> Dan's ruthless. Well, you know, it's it's a lot. Five Five's a crowd. Well, because I see, I see the comment Harrison has in, in the other ch- chat here. So I want to ask him who you want as a transfer quarterback option. Yeah, let me write this down so we can timestamp it. Give that shopping list. I mean, if Grayson McCall can pass basket weaving, that'd be great. But it would be fantastic. <laughs> Harrison, we're getting you an HD fantastic. here. That'd be fantastic. Um, I mean, Grayson McCall's one. I think the other ones that are going to be in the port in the portal after after spring aren't even in it yet. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I am out on Malik Murphy as someone who has a couple friends at UT. They do not have positive reviews. So, are they coaches? I'm out on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, whatever you want to call it. He's um, got bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> yeah, he's got bad Yelp reviews, and I mean. I just don't 
I mean, look, we can talk about Simmons or not. If Simmons comes, great. But if if Yo. he does, I don't think they take oh. any quarterbacks. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> I'm silly. Um, if, That's a good if challenge. Simmons, if Simmons is here this summer, I don't think uh, they take another portal quarterback. Um, I think that's it, and I think it's just you got your four. Then what do you what do you guys hear on Simmons Harrison? You probably know too. Um, words out that he's not reclassifying. Words out that he also wants to get his PhD at Florida. Um, somebody's like, I don't think a Florida quarterback's ever earned their PhD while playing. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think so. I'd have to look it up. We had to look up Bruce Bennett's name, but shoot, Jake McGee was one more knee injury away from get, from from getting close. I NFL think the Bulls got one. Social media legend Jake McGee actually. The Bulls left a full time. Can Cantina one hundred and one RIP one hundred and one Cantina legend Jake McGee. That's as far as I'll go with that. But just Jake, I McGee. just remember Jake McGee. If you listen, you stood me up at the Florida State game. Now that, I, now that you guys bring Jake McGee, uh, he's supposed to met me at the tailgate at Florida State game and then pull up, man. So shout out to Jake McGee, still my guy. All right, Harrison, you've not answered the question. You have to name a name that's not Grayson McCall. That's going to be in the portal? That's already in the portal. You just have to name a quarterback. We know the transfer portal's not open. And boy, I'm prepared. No Pontificate. Call Jackson Dart if Walker Howard wins. Let's get weird. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I like the Ole Miss situation. They got some heat out there. Lane, somebody going to lose. Two people going to lose their job. So there's two options in uh, at Ole Miss. I, if no Spencer Sanders. <clears throat> I am. I don't want any of Spencer I'm Sanders. I'm still surprised either, so. he chose Ole Miss. I think that's more of I'm just going to go there for my fifth year, enjoy the Grove, and be a GA. Five on the Grove. Not a bad way to spend your fifth year. Hey, I would like to. I spend my 40th year there. I might go out there myself. Um, the second best DK that's uh, involved with this uh, show said you. And my then God. Texas has got to have a QB enter the portal. They will. Yeah. I think Alabama will. Ole Miss will. I'll, Texas I'll will. I'm for Arch. Georgia I'll will. I'm rooting for baby uh, Manning to win that Texas job. Then we get baby yours. Manning ain't getting that Texas job. Man, let me let me let me do me, man. You just <laughs> you just hating on my my lies and my wishes. You gotta get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out. Yeah, of here. yeah, yeah. This isn't his show. Golly. Um, hit him with the golly. <laughs> Ewers me when Manning wins. Yeah, I mean that's that's the name that I said. Uh, Quinn Ewers is my QB one. Um, but Nick Nick doesn't seem to uh, to agree with me there. That's going to be Malik, and apparently he's not the move. Manning's name will win him the job. I I don't know. No, um, I don't think not Manning not as a red or not as a true freshman. Um, I think that if he's not the starter by the end of his rush, redshirt freshman year or sophomore year, he's out. Or if it doesn't look like he's going to start his sophomore year, I think he's out. Look at this. Hold on. I know Ooh. he changed. Here you go, Dan. Nick, Nick, Nick somebody's. Nick, Ben, I'll say Nick, has somebody been listening to this chat? No, no. That, I put that on the message board today. We're trying to keep it on the message board, but here it is. Um, listen, it's just the streets talking. Dan, that link I sent you was just a picture of a glorious picture of Quinn Ewers, potential quarterback. What are, you, what are you hearing about uh, Kamari and Camp that, that gives you Trey Dean conversation? Because uh, he must have got real slow. That's a quarterback that I need at Florida. 
I don't mean, know, bro. He might he might tear white. He might tear white buffalo up. Look at this guy. <laughs> he he, he might tear white buffalo up. He might tear Palatka up. Yeah, <laughs> he might. He, hey, where's Quinn? Oh, he's back in Palatka. He's missing. Yeah, Palatka. you got that that nil deal with Zika. <laughs> um, yeah, Nick, say uh, it. Great. No, say what? <laughs> say it. I don't know what you're talking about. It's on the, the screen. Kamari, the Kamari shenanigans, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, 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 no. I just don't think I, I – the, what I'm hearing is I don't – he's playing a lot like Trey Dean. Trey Dean was a three-year starter. What do we mean play a lot like him? I, I Here's the safety position. Safety Similar position. game. Here's the safety position, right? Because I remember uh, 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 my, name, my man named Marcus May. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he cost me some money. Uh, a lot of money, especially with the Miami game. Man, I lost so much money, bro. But uh, I watched him. I also watched Keanu Neal. All those guys didn't really figure out the safety position until like later in their career. Uh, he like, he rap smacked Derrick Henry in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, but they them boys was barbecuing they early in their in their careers at safety. You know, safety is a different position, and it, and it's got to click on a collegiate level. Um, so I don't want to trade Dean. I don't know, bro. That's a, that's a harsh take. Mm. That's a harsh I, take. I'm not as down on Trey Dean as most people. Mm. Trey Dean's going to get drafted and will play in the NFL. I don't, I, I don't know, bro. He'll get drafted, man, but it's going to be difficult. Just talking to some some guys the last few days. I had him. My, my perception changed a little bit after talking to a couple agents uh, and people around it, man. Um, have we seen him play special teams like that? Like we Trey? can say, we think he can maybe make a, a NFL roster and do some wild things on special teams because he looks athletic. But special teams is a different type of mindset. Like, have mm -hmm. we seen Trey Dean play special teams? Because he's gonna have to. No, and I don't think he was ever really asked to because he came in right away and was forced to play as a freshman when Marco went down. Um, and then they tried to move him. The, yeah. yeah, corner. Then they tried to move him to nickel and. And he didn't then he threatened to nickel. transfer. And, and then they he tried to move him to safety. And he didn't want to move to safety. So uh, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know if it was behind-the-scenes, but I thought it was. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. What's Harrison got going on? What are you What are you doing, Harrison? Get out of here. No means, please. <laughs> don't, don't get him in trouble. Um, trading, there's going to be a difference. If, if you want to be a professional football player, if you want to provide for yourself and for your family, and you have to do that by running down the field on special teams like Jack Pyburn does. Everybody ain't Jack Pyburn, baby. Hey, it's, it's not for a scholarship anymore. It's not, it's not you know. Jack is that. mad. Jack Jack's, is mad. Trey is happy. Mad at, Jack's mad at the grass for growing. Exactly. stomping on it as he's running down. That's my type of guy. Yeah. Mad because it's, it's coffee hot. <laughs> I never heard of that. That's good. <laughs> Um, I, listen, trading from all the scouts I've talked to, trading is going to play NFL football. Yeah, at least, at least for a contract, he's going to play NFL football. <laughs> oh, look at Jack! Look at him. I love Jack. Jack like might be minutes. my player. Oh my God, I love this dude, man. He hasn't uh, played man. Really yet. DK Pyburn equals big violence. Yeah. Uh, Eric Wells, I, I missed a comment from you earlier. I meant to share. I'll go up and uh, and find it. Matt Patchen didn't get his PhD. That's uh, surprising. I know. I thought he was working at the school. He didn't get a PhD. Shoot, Matt Patchen. Where did he finish? Did he finish his career at Florida? 
Oh, his younger yeah. brother. His younger brother went his to younger brother transferred Miami, and then yeah. and then somewhere yeah. else after Miami too. Uh, patching, like I thought he was, I thought he was a professor. <laughs> Jack Byburn, <laughs> adjunct professor. Um. All right, we're we're getting towards the end of the show here. Um, I like these vibes. We need to do this. Yeah, we so need often. to do this more often. Uh, let's see. Um, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. I'm lying. I'm pulling up next week. That's another reason I'm pull up next week because I think we we got some things popping in the recruiting world, man. I want to be able to, yeah. uh, you know, do my thing. But Billy got this thing cracking. Uh, everybody can say what they want to say, but these guys can recruit, man. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're getting better. Um, the scene, the vibes, everything seems better. Right, right before commitments last year, every time somebody was about to commit, you had Miami rushing in with these crazy NIL deals, and we was losing out on some guys. Not getting any of those vibes this year. I don't know if because the coach is more involved in the NIL situation now, or yeah. what it is, but it's just seeming seeming more just crisp. It seemed like a lot less shenanigans this year, man. So uh, I have an idea, Sil. Big time. No, no. Uh, you're 64, 64 brown coins, man. Look at that. Just is that egregious. Ethereum or is that USD? No, that's just MS. Oh yeah, <laughs> peso. It would be. Hey, I'll take I'll take 0. 0.64 uh, Ethereum, but uh, 64 actual cents. No, thank you. Hunter Crane's got a question for you, Nick. How bad were McMillan and Collier if Nape let them go? Um, I think McMillan was asked to play linebacker, um, which I don't think made sense for him. Um, you were already already used a red shirt. You would have to put on a considerable amount of weight. So essentially, waste another year while you learn a new position and get weight. Right. Um, so he made a bet. He made that think that was an amicable split. Hey, we want you at this position. Well, I want to play that position. Okay. Well, you go somewhere where you, where you can. Um, and and well, Collier, I see you, practice coach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Collier, I mean, I I thought he was going to be a really really good player. He still could be. Um, at Nebraska, um, just really did not put on the size that he would need to to play safety uh, in the SEC. Just just didn't. Um, so I, I don't think that they were bad. I, I think Don McMillan right now would be potentially one of your starting safeties if he was still mm-hmm. here. Um, I do want to clear something up, and I want you guys to help me clear it up. We've uh, been criticized by some people that have commented on our videos about fat shaming Desmond Watson. In fact, Nick, your comment about his grandmother feeding him well uh, was something that didn't resonate well with one of our listeners. Um, so I would like you guys to apologize for fat shaming Desmond Watson Listen, for just I'm, this one listener. I apologize to that listener. I also have said. <laughs> I also have said. Uh, well, who is it? Conor McGregor. He's like, I'd like to apologize to absolutely, absolutely nobody. nobody. The double champ does what he wants. Hey man, I say he moved like a nimble bear. I, yeah. I complimented this guy for moving well at his size. Yeah. Nick also said that it may be deeper than just eating, and it mm-hmm. may be something that he just got to figure out outside of just putting a plate in front of him, man. And yeah, we're all conscious of all that, man. Um, but we are I, not fat shaming Desmond Watson. We never we have been more than been complimentary, and we are excited to see Big Des plug some holes on the football field this season. And that's like everybody saying these type of situations. I got fat friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, all right. So here here uh, yeah. not on not on brand for me. A really positive take here. Um, oh wow! 
<laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Five, yeah, yeah. Man, put them um, on the big screen, baby. So, first off, I, I think Florida will have more than one commit uh, next week from from yeah. the spring game. Yeah. Um, and I think whatever Billy Napier, <laughs> woo, big dog. I think I think whatever Billy Napier, Ryan O'Hara are selling. Two quarterbacks. <laughs> Dog said, talk that shit, Nick. <laughs> She's whatever, surprised too. <laughs> I think whatever I think whatever they're selling quarterbacks is working. You had an elite quarterback in Jaden Rashada last class. Doesn't work out, but you you got an elite quarterback to sign with you. Mm-hmm. DJ Lagway, an elite quarterback, sign with you early, right. earlier than Florida's had a quarterback sign in a long time. Mm-hmm. So now you've got DJ recruiting probably harder than the damn coaching staff. Um, mm-hmm. You get Austin Simmons, whether he reclassifies or doesn't, you got a three years in a row. You've gotten an elite quarterback and two out of the three to sign early. These are position. This is a, the position where you start building classes around. So I, as, as much as I say like six to eight wins this year, like give Billy some time because I think they're figuring out this recruiting thing especially at the most important position on the field. Uh, and I think this time next week uh, or this time tomorrow, next week, um, Florida will be getting some good news, uh, you know, during the spring game, after the spring game. Yeah, there's a lot of names that are going to come in. Whoo, I'm exhausted. Being positive is tough, man. It is. Um, it feels good to me, man. <laughs> Preston Fuller, uh, do we keep D linemen like Thompson? I know that I've put on a little bit of weight over the years. I'm working on <laughs> working on it, um, mm. but uh, mm. I think he might mean somebody else. So, uh, Preston, if you could let us know who you mean. Uh, and Humphreys for depth, or do you push them out for another QB wide receiver uh, or safety? Yeah, I don't know who Thompson is. Damn, trying to put Dan as a one tip. Um, let's see. Dan's, Dan's a one. I mean, outside of the freshman, he's about the size of a Miami defensive title. These there's days. Watson. <laughs> Watson's maybe the only name. I mean, because on defensive line, you have Cam Jackson just transferred. Jamari Lyons, uh, redshirt freshman. Nick, I'm not sure if you've heard much out of him. Tyreek Sapp, I know there's a lot of excitement about. Caleb Banks just transferred. Jalen Humphreys, obviously the guy that he mentioned. Desmond Watson, you know, who we've been talking about. Will Norman, who's Chris a freshman. Thomas is gone. I've, and I've Chris, oh, Chris Thomas, yeah, Thomas yeah. Oh, he met Chris Thomas, yeah, yeah. Chris Thomas is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Um, I haven't. I, I think Jamari Lyons. We talked to uh, Sean Spencer a little bit about him. Um, was kind of complimentary about him. I think he's still a player. Um, you know that development. He's behind some guys. Uh, I don't think. I don't know if he's transfer watch or not. Harrison maybe does. If you want to yo-yo him back in, um, Harrison. Who's on transfer watch? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Half listening in the green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, I said, I haven't heard a ton about Jamari Lyons. I would not put him on transfer watch, though. No. Cool. Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, if you uh, do, you have you just gotta stop talking. Yeah, yeah, see ya. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Let's. Who have we not talked to? Uh, Gator Dan, Dan working the chat and just bringing him bro. in. And that is just, yeah, yeah. Jeremy Crawshaw, junior year. Um, yes, let's ride. Nick, Ozzy, Nick Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Hey, Nick. All right, over under more punts this year or last year? You know, it yes. hurt my heart. It hurt my heart last year. Hurt my yeah. heart last year. What, what was the number? Let me look this up real quick. Not man. great. Fill, fill some air. Not great. <laughs> Well, it's just the, they 
the attitude, and we talked about it last year. Um, you know, me and probably joking, endurance too, right? Me, I mean, me joking about it. Um, they on third down, on third and eight, they're just trying to get three yards to make a fourth and five manageable. Right. Um, so that oh, thirty-five punts. That's a, that's discouraging. Less mm-hmm. than three a game. That's the so, way I like it. I don't nah. like to see the kicker boys out there a lot. I don't think Billy liked the kicker boys a lot. Mm-mm. A rule of mine. Big fourth and, down guy. And my high school coach used to always tell me we're not going to put the game in a soccer player's hands, man. Why not? You shouldn't. Why not? They barely like to score in soccer. You want to put the game in his hand in football? No, we're not doing that, man. We got to go get seven. Got to go get seven. The punters of people, too, movement uh, has a ways to go, I see. Nick, did we have Miami plants working in our NIL department? No, I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. Smash we did. <laughs> we definitely did. Not anymore. Not Shout anymore. Shout out to my man journey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Benedict. Back to uh, old Benedict Arnold <laughs> Hippolyte. Um, Look at that. Nailed it. Smash that like button. Shout out to Fragrance Journey. Go listen to his podcast if you like Cologne. Uh, he's on YouTube there. Go shoot him a, a follow. Fire, but after you like and subscribe this. Yeah. Um, let's see, Nick. Uh, we haven't talked about, I'm just going through the roster here and talk, haven't talked about, uh, Xavier Henderson much. He's going to start. We haven't talked about, uh, Caleb Douglas, um, starter. Yeah, I think, I think Caleb Douglas, um, from what I've seen and, and people I've talked to, um, maybe a slight case of the drops, um, mm. can't have that at that position. Uh, and that position for the state is, game. Mm, Got to clean that up, baby. I ain't like that for the state game, man. I'm still having nightmares about that, man. When your position is named receiver, uh, you should be able to receive the ball reliably. Uh, Good job, bro. That's it. Um, so got to clean that up. I, I love his potential. Um, obviously a kid that played quarterback in high school, uh, still learning the position, crazy athletic. Um, but I think he's also kind of similar to Xavier Henderson. That's, the last, the last coaching staff got a bunch of the same guy. I'm, I'm talking yeah, about. I, don't, I, I long, think, I think, I think he's faster than Xavier. Like, it, like Xavier but that long stride doesn't get off blocks at, at the line. Like you can, if you can get more, him off, if someone presses him, I don't know that he gets off of that and right, gets, right, gets right, back right. under his route. Right. I think he's more twisted up and, and, and have more football speed than Xavier. Xavier Henderson is more of a 400 Strider uh, type speed. Then yeah. I would say like a 40-yard runner. I, I like Caleb Douglas. It looked like he has separation in a lot of stuff that he was doing, man, on some deep routes. So uh, we'll see. I've been hearing good things about him, to be honest with you. I think he called a couple deep passes this week as well in practice, man. So Nick, what about Marcus Burke? Are you, out, Burke, you out of practice? Are you out there? He's I got, got people out there, man. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't need to tell you who there? they are. You got to know who I am, bro. I'm Silk, bro. So I ain't got to be out there, but I hear, you know, some mm. people tell me. What's Scarface say? I hear things. People tell me things. Yeah, that old boss used to tell me that I hear a little birdies fly in his ear whenever he heard yeah. or fly into his office whenever he heard some things. Um, he, also, he also said, go Pelican. Go Pelican. It was a flamingo. Jeez. It was a flamingo. It was a flamingo. He says, go Pelican. Um, Marcus Burke. Um, I talked about him. Jacksonville. Yeah, guy. I think. So Marcus Burke um, was in the doghouse last year, um, was going to get kicked off the team. Uh, Anthony uh, Gervon and, and a couple guys went to Billy. was like, hey, we like we need him on and give him another chance. I think you saw him have to work and earn that, mm-hmm. that trust back. I think he's a guy who's super talented. 
um, and probably competing with like Khalil Jackson, Caleb Douglas um, for reps there. I think Xavier, I, I think Florida might just ha- might rotate receivers a lot this year because you have a bunch of guys. I don't think anyone really stands out way more than the other, other than Ricky Pearsall. Like there's mm-hmm. Ricky Pearsall and then everyone else. Let me tell you how it's uh, gonna play out together. Ooh, Let me tell you how it's gonna play out me. there. This is how yeah, I'm ready right, for you so. to talk to me. Until the freshmen kind of figure out this playbook and and learn the nuances of being a college football player, you got to keep them the guys that are acclimated to how they, this work. So you're gonna keep those guys in the rotation, keep them active, of course, because they you're not giving them a spot. They know the offense. They know how yeah. to they know how to spring practice work. They know how fall camp works. When this gets going and they just need playmakers that make plays, they're going to have to play these young boys. We've seen mm-hmm. the old work. So they're going to get in a situation where they're going to need playmakers just to make plays. And I think some of these guys are already making plays. Some guys are going to make yeah. plays in, in fall camp. But when they just need plays to be made, they're going to be like, yo, I, don't, I know he don't understand everything, the blocking mm-hmm. scheme. Tell him what he running in the huddle and get him the ball. And, and that's it's going to be a lot of that. And I think these young boys are going to pass some of these veteran guys that just uh, are, are, are better practice players right now because they've been here longer. I think there's a lot of spots where Florida's not bad, but their younger talent is better than their older players. And, right. and at this point, like you were just saying, so to your point, at this point, those guys aren't up to speed with the playbook, with what's it, what the expectations are, how you practice – how you take care of yourself, how you sleep at night so you can recover after a hard practice or a hard workout. There's so you many can't little be things going you, to, you can't go to Midtown, bro. You can't. Listen, you, you, can, you can be gone. a Midtown legend. Midtown's about to be gone. Yeah, Midtown's about to be gone. We might win another national championship. No, you, you, I think Florida needs to win a national championship before balls is gone, Dan. Well, I don't think you win one in the offseason unless you're Miami. There's a good question here uh, from Chase, our resident uh, slot and uh, slant runner here. Um, I don't see Jeremiah Smith being a legit option with Brian Hartline, tells wide receivers coach at Ohio State. That's a fair take. So who would you guys say are the three most legitimate options at wide receiver for this class to pair with Lagan. Oh, you got to bring Harrison back in for this. I know we have a huge board the right now. crazy at receiver. So what I'm going to do here before we bring Harrison in is I'm just going to pull up all of the known offers that the Gators have at wide receiver. We'll scroll through here. Harrison will add you. Ace will so add like you it. since you guys are hanging out. Ooh, everybody. All right. Like everybody. Nick, Nick's got to go. Uh, is going to run for a second. So uh, we got everybody here. Um, don't think that Florida really leads for any of them. I know Mario Carver is an athlete. Um, but right now, Florida's I don't got think some... he's a take right now, but I love his speed. And I love the way he plays football, slot receiver on the smallest oh. side. But I am James, a fan of Carver's. James Randall. Um, Nitron. Tuggle was one of them that I've, I'm a big fan of, and he's uh, he announced today. I think he told, I think he told Alderman he's enrolling at IMG Academy in June. Um, oh, was yeah, he on a yeah. visit on Tuesday and is starting at IMG in June? So would be obviously. I think that's good that he's going to be close to Florida. I think he's going to be on campus a few other times this summer, and I know that someone DJ Lagway really wants to be in this class with him. 
I think our, our pool, and I, I'm not gonna root. I like I like your take on Jeremiah Smith to be keep it a being. Uh, I don't think Hartline stays at the same spot he's in another year. I think something's gonna something's gonna give there. Either he gets promoted or, or something outrageous. I don't know what happens at the head coach spot, but eventually they're gonna have to shake some of Hartline. Uh, people are gonna, uh, are gonna come a calling with a, with a higher job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but players want to play with Jeremiah Smith, man. I'm, TJ Lagway. Players want to play with well TJ Lagway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, both ways. It goes both ways. It does. Uh, I think Ohio State's about to land a quarterback this this weekend as well mm-hmm. with uh, Aaron, Aaron Nolan. But um, Jeremiah Smith, if we get him, that'd be a great plus. But I, I love the wide receiver board. A lot of speed, a lot of size, a lot of versatility. But guys that can separate, man, it's all around the country. You got guys in from Indy, in, in Indiana all the mm-hmm. way to California, down to Florida, Georgia. Uh, yeah, Nykar just visited a couple days yeah. ago. Chance Robinson was here, proud on A, since Nick's not here. Um, I think that's one they're really in a good spot with. Um, I think he's going to come down to – he's going to be a Florida-Miami battle, in my opinion. Um, I think that's someone Florida can get. He was on we'll um, He was on campus for a, a spring a spring practice, too. I yeah. yeah, he was mm-hmm. yeah. weeks ago uh, with Ma, with his mom, I think. Um, so was a bunch of other guys from South Florida. Malachi yeah. Tony for 2026. Um I, Jeremiah was here recently. Everyone knows that, and a few other kids from South Florida were on campus as well. I think Zakarl Lewis was just on campus not too long ago from Carrollwood Day. He was on campus. Um, Isaiah Williams is someone they really like. I know. I'm um, just reading his. Uh, Terrence Moore is someone I'm a big fan of. I don't really know where he is on the board. I mean, mm-hmm. people are going to see six three, six four, one ninety, and think, "Oh, that's a Billy G offer," but. He does have some big offers from – I think he has Bama. I don't know where – if that's a committable offer or not, but he's got Bama, Auburn, uh, FSU, UCF, and he some other SEC like a, schools as well. He just dropped like a top 12 or something crazy like that. And yeah. with Mario Craver, I don't know how you turn him down with that kind of speed. Like, I need hmm. that, I need that speed on the, on the football. Eric, everybody on the board got speed, Ace. Everyone on the board about, got man. speed. I mean, everybody like on Mario. the board is- this is not they like Mario, they like Isaiah Williams, they like uh the Hawkins kid from IMG. That's a new name I, I heard today. Say, I, so, really I, mean, I, I like him too. And I, I honestly want to I want to talk about this. I don't think that it well, I don't think it's just it's clear as day that the days of you have to be six two, six three to play wide receiver for Billy Gonzalez seems to be over. I mean, I know that's mm-hmm. a billion David Doker, I think is how you say his name. Mm-hmm. I think Decker. Obviously Decker. I, Decker, they, so I think it's a combination of all three, all three minds building one wide receiver room. So you're going to have the speed guys, you're going to have the do it all guys, but the one type of wide receiver that Florida had on its roster last year, aside from Slick Rick, is it, those days are over. Hmm. Okay, TJ Moore's uh, dropped the top thirteen. Wow, what a, what a wild number to come up to. Uh, Florida, okay. Auburn. Florida, Auburn, Clemson, Colorado, uh, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Penn State, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Texas A&M, and USC was in the top 13. Damn, he's got a Clemson offer? No, nah, it's just in his top 13. Well, well, if Clem- well, if Clemson offers you, they take you. So that's a good sign. Hmm. Um, let's okay. see. There's a kid named Gatlin Bear. It sounds like a great name for a Love him. That's yeah, B, Jigga, B, man, Curly, Idaho, like a ten-one. 
Yeah, he he just won uh, the insanely fast. It was a state championship or whatever it was. But I watched a video of him. I was like, who? What? Was he from a great name? He's from Burley, Idaho. Idaho, same thing. Iowa, Idaho. Yeah, it's not the same thing, Nick. Ah, sure, sure, sure. (laughs) It's not. You'll be going to one of them in August. They call him the Midwest because it's mid, Dan. Mm. Ooh, I, think I don't think that you I don't think Idaho's in the Midwest, but it's a flyover state. Who am I to question your knowledge of geography? Thank you. Nick's pulling up place. the map. Like is, is it not? <laughs> it's a flyover state, which means you don't want to land there. You just want to, you want the plane to keep moving. So this is Burley, Idaho. There's a red pin that indicates exactly oh, where it God. is. This is Burley, Idaho. It's west, West. That's not Midwest. And we west, have west. to scroll all the way over here to find okay. Iowa. No, you, you could just hit the minus button and zoom out. And then who knows? That is Midwest of Japan. <laughs> on that, on that particular, not map. even, not even, man. <laughs> Midwest uh, of Hawaii, maybe yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get, see you later, Harrison. See you later. <laughs> um, ruthless. All right, let's see. Heartline just got promoted offensive coordinator. I didn't see that, but that's uh, congratulations to him. Uh, two words: Kit Kat. Is that a is that a, a, a Don a Don Kaiser Don three uh, call out there? I think it is. I think it is. Uh, Don's not on this show, but uh, shout out to Kit Kat. Uh, Billy's looking for kids with wiggle. Mm. Like Need it. that wiggle. Need a little wiggle in, 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 in your uh, route running and in, in your arsenal. Uh, I love the wide receiver board. I think we're going to keep it. I like I like the speed, you know, track guys, verified speed. Um, and then, like you said, you need some wiggle. You just can't be a robot running straight lines out there. Um, I've heard Frazier's may be on the way out. Um, I heard similar. Uh, and then going back to the comment about uh, just going out there and getting your your freshmen, your skill players, just out the ball, uh, like they did with Harvard in two thousand six, that counter in the SEC championship game. Precisely, uh, they're, then- using, they're using Ricky, um, Marcus Burke a little bit, and uh, Andy Jean in that kind of. It's still a receiver, but like motion in the backfield and, and kind of moving them around. They're using those three guys um, kind of in that role. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like yelling at Demarcus Robinson from the sideline, what to run. Man, I told so many lies about Demarcus Robinson. Shout out to him. Good NFL. Honey, he's a honey um, thunder. But when he came to UF, um, he came in, in the wintertime spring, um, was going to go to Clemson, got the old switcheroo. The day before or the day of, and he's like, Oh, he's on campus. That was a great day. Great day. I told I told, I, I told more lies, and I was more of a liar about Tyree Cleveland. Mm. Man, the, he, I was the heave to cleave, though. It's a moment that will live in infamy. It is a moment. Not infamy, a moment, moment that'll live in fummy. I had Vari in my DMs, not my DM, my mentions just talking greasy about Jacksonville players, but yeah, what else is new? Mm-hmm. You do put put up that mm-hmm. photo of the one building in Jacksonville. Bro, Dude, whoever, whoever, whoever put <laughs> the one building, the one building, man. It's so disrespectful. The um, it's the only one still standing. <laughs> uh, um, Dill is here. Shout out to Dill. Shout out to Dill. What's up, Dill? 
What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? Good, man. How are you? Man, I got to say, um, Nick, was that Gre- Greensboro College or yeah. Guilford College? Greensboro. That's right. That's right. I remember. I remember. We had to, the, we had to uh, play at Guilford High School, though. I wasn't there long. I remember the I remember the uh, GC at the end for a little while, and I thought it was Greensboro College, but I think it was probably Gator Country. And then I was it like, was, oh, "It was Gator Country." Yeah, 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 for sure. I was I was dumb. I was on Twitter early enough to get my actual name at Nick Del Torre, <laughs> um, and then when I got hired at Gator Country, everyone that's when everyone was like, "You put whoever you work for at the end." Yeah, and then during my time at Gator Country, somebody jacked at Delatory and at Nick Delatory, and I was wow. like, moving to rivals. And I was like, I gotta change this. Shout out to the plug at Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, for the shout ad. out to the plug. He helped me out too. That's big. Right. Hey, y- 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 y'all got plugs at Twitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, not anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Right, right, yeah. All right, I can't talk greasy. Then. Yeah. I've been talking greasy lately. It's I got at Elon. Say I want at yeah. Silk. They freed me up, but. I'm I'm a little bit more cautious how I tweet at people because they got me blocked for a little minute there. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's like the player haters ball for you sometimes. So for, at the <laughs> same time, way, at the same the time that's, that's iconic. So right, I, I can't I can't disagree with uh, with what you're doing. It's fun. It's fun to keep up with. It's always been fun to keep up with. Yeah. Already, how you feel about the quarterback position, uh, Dyl? Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I believe more in Billy than I do in, um, then I guess the quarterback. So if Billy, if Billy's telling me that, you know, Graham Merce and Jack Miller are the guys that are going to be battling, um, whoever he chooses is going to be whoever fits his scheme. And that's, that's fine with me. Um, yeah, I, I think it's more of a, more of a thing where before, you know, we always looked at, oh, well, who's, AR sitting behind Emery. Why isn't AR playing? Um, and then when when Billy comes in, you know everything changes to the point where I feel like there's a lot more trust in the coaching staff and and what they're doing. So, um, you know, if it's Mertz, great. If it's if it's Miller, great. If it's Max Brown, great. Um, but I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how things how things progress uh, this year, and and then you know obviously want to look ahead. You know, even further, um, whenever, whenever, um, you know, recruits start coming in and and seeing what they have for them, I, I believe in uh, not getting, not going after the number one guy or paying for, you know, the best players, but getting the guys in that fit your scheme. And and you know, Billy, Billy's got it figured out, I think, and I think we're gonna have a, a fun couple years uh, moving forward. Stay, right, stay well, on my well positive said. note because because I have turned over a new leaf. Um, I think I, I, and I get it from like a fan perspective. I don't want to be patient. I want to win right now, but like it, like Kirby smart didn't have Georgia cooking in year one, year two, they dominated recruiting for a little bit to build this roster. I think Billy needs time to build the roster. And, and like it still says, if you're a fan, like your job is just to cheer. You can, you can be critical and you can criticize, but I mean, even me, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I, I don't know who's going to start a quarterback, but whoever Billy picks like, Hey, you're tying your job to that. So when, when people are like, hey, they're starting this because of this, it's like, listen, if he's starting someone because of politics, he might be politicking at a different school. Like you're tying right. your, your job security and your paycheck to a quarterback. Well, and I think a lot of that too is, you know, the difference between fans and people who understand what the process is are two totally different things. And, you know, I was a, 
Division three college baseball coach for five, six years. Not an, I wasn't an SEC football coach, that's for sure. But I do, deal. but I do also know that, you know, that there's there's this thing called development, um, and I'd rather see I'd rather see you know a freshman develop than you know expect you know a kid put a bunch of pressure on a kid at a place where you know there is a lot of pressure anyway to come out and start winning right away and I think that I think that's what's bad for the culture um so if you see you know I'd see it all the time on Twitter especially just because people like to hide behind it and and you know pretend like we're going to be some 13 and 0 team or a 6 and 7 team it's like hey you know why don't you just just trust the process I mean congrats to Dan Mullen for inheriting what he did um mm. was he the best leader definitely not but I think, you know, with leadership comes culture and a little bit of patience and we'll find our way back. Uh, he can lead you directly to that uh, uh, Delta Lounge at, <laughs> at, at Orlando International Airport and, uh, and, and straight to Costa Rica. No, I, I, I like <laughs> to tell you because Dan Mullen was perfect for like that situation to come in. If you need somebody to maximize the players you got on campus, like he ain't going to bring a whole lot of new talent on, but if you want somebody to maximize and figure out how to pull the best potential out of your, your current roster and get some wins right now, but you're not looking 10 years, you're not looking five mm-hmm. years on what the program going to be. It's not going to be what you want it to be once he gets his players on campus. But Dan Mullen was perfect for that. If you're looking for somebody to build a program and to build something that's sustainable with elite talent on campus, then you got to go this route. And, and of course, there's some inexperience there with Billy. Uh, he's young, mm-hmm. uh, but you can see the vision. And, and, and who else are you going to hire around college football with a young mind, a uh, vision, and all of that, bro? I think I think the hire is on point. And I think, like, where we at as a program, just being realistic. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fanatic, bro. I want to win every game. I'm going to lie to y'all every offseason. I look at the schedule. You ain't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to find a, a L. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am. Uh, before the games get played, before I get logical. But I'm logical about, like he said, he's been around college sports, so he understands what it is, the work it takes. If you saw mm-hmm. what, how we ended Dan Mullen's year, it was it was a lot past football. The mm-hmm. hills we started seeing, how we started losing, it was cultural stuff. We had some cultural problems. They've been cultural problems for a long time at UF. Um, this is the real and the first re-gut we had since Urban Meyer, and that's just facts. We haven't had we had patchwork that's been happening since Urban Meyer left. We know Urban left with with culture issues. This is the first real rebuild, and you just mm-hmm. gotta be patient with the guy and let him rebuild and do his things. We're not saying everything. We agree with every move. We're mm-hmm. not saying that he's doing everything perfect. We're saying that, bro, like it, this thing was turned upside down. He got to turn it right side up, and it's gonna mm-hmm. take a little minute. It didn't get here overnight, and he's not gonna fix it overnight. Yeah, that what seventy percent of the players, I think. Are are less than two years in the program, somewhere right. somewhere around that number, and that's just that's a that's a high number. You're, you're gonna have a tough time winning with that roster unless you're recruiting just at unbelievable levels. And you know, there's been improvements. You know, obviously this class is shaping up really nicely. There's there should be you know some more names added into that group here soon. But you know, Florida, you know, when they hired Will Muschamp, you know, he was the hottest name in college sports, right? He was the the head coach in waiting at Texas. You know, from from that point forward, you you thought that you had the replacement. It doesn't work out. You give him an opportunity, couldn't figure out offense. You know, hires multiple offense coordinators, can't figure it out. Jim McElwain, yeah, in the midline. Jim McElwain didn't really 
you know, it made sense in some regard and that he was, you know, from the, the Saban tree, uh, had some success there at Colorado State, never really seemed like a cultural fit from the beginning, right? Dan Mullen comes in, you think that he's that guy, comes with Mississippi State experience, brought them to number one in the country. It, it doesn't work out. You know, I don't know if he's burnt out. Obviously, he didn't take a job, you know, last season or this season. So maybe what you see in, in Billy Napier is the first time Florida's had to kind of completely gut everything, right? Um, from the coaching staff to the analysts to, to really everything. And so was last year, year zero, how long will Florida give him? I don't know. Do I know if Billy Napier is going to be the coach at Florida in three years? No, I don't. Do I hope that we're seeing progress that keeps him here? Yeah, because I like what we're seeing as improvements, but this is probably the first time in a long time that there seems to be some gradual, just overall organizational improvement. And I think that's what people, forget about too i mean you made a good point of um you know gutting coaching staff as well i mean what 100 how many people on staff probably 100, 100. more yeah, i mean yeah that, that, that's on that's like unheard of right so like yeah not only is it an adjustment with you know the guy that's coming in to lead the program but i mean you're bringing in people from all over the place um and a lot of them and, you know, that might be a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people that are used to, you know, seeing 60 coaches or 60 personnel, mm-hmm. you know, 60 support staff. And I mean, it's it's just something that people have to start to wrap their mind around that the, the game is changing. Um, recruiting is changing. Everything everything's changing. And it's not a right now attitude. It didn't take I mean, how long did I hate to use this example, but how long did it take Kirby Smart to win two national championships and like rebuild, you know, something that. You know, he had it, it wasn't perfect at UGA. It wasn't even it wasn't even the big of a big of a rebuild with what yeah. Rick left. Like Rick would have stability there. Rick recruited well. Like They're the Rick only had, school in their state, right? Right. Yeah. It, just, it was stable at Georgia. He, he just mm. couldn't get over that. He couldn't win the big games. So they brought in somebody else. Well, and they knew that they could get Kirby Smart, right? I mean, that's right. the reason why right. it didn't work out with Rick. It was not because they were like ready to move on and just do this open search. It was Kirby Smart, are you coming? Yes. Okay, cool. Pause. Are you, we're going to fire Mark Rick then, and now he's now your head coach, right? He takes over something that's not broken. I mean, Georgia didn't have multiple four and eight seasons, right, mm. over the course of the last three or four years, right? He didn't take over for a program that was below 500 with a roster that had probably at least 50% attrition needed. So, Chris Mark went 32- and, but to your point, while you're walking into wildly different scenarios, one yes. was, uh, you know, almost post-apocalyptic. Um, and the other one was, you know, you're walking into a stable business that had been running fine, been mm-hmm. running, you know, top three in the SEC for a while. And some and people forget, we didn't bring in Scott Satterfield. We didn't bring in Eli Drinkwitz. You know, we brought in somebody who – who I mean, honest to God, and I, and you guys probably know more than I do. Well, you definitely know more than I do. But that first time around, when you know Dan Mullen was hired, from what I understand, um, Napier was like one of the top two guys on the list. But yet he wanted to finish out, you know, what he started, and like that just says a lot about if that's true. That says a lot about what he you know mm-hmm. stands for, and I mean. That's that's the kind of guy that you want 
leading a program. It's not the guy that's like jumping ship looking for the next best thing. It's the guy that's, you know, trying to finish out something that, that he's built. And he did a great job at Louisiana. And, you know, it's just, it's a time thing. It's a time thing. The lack of patience is, mm-hmm. is frustrating from some of the, some fan bases. Um, but, you know, for us, I think it's a matter of the fact that, you know, we were there for a while mm-hmm. and, you know, we need to, we need to get back to the, to, to the reality of, of college football and the landscape that's it's it's just absolutely changed it's time yeah, to- so, so here's here's a question for for the three of you and anyone in chat you can chime in if florida goes six and six seven and five what 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 does the recruiting class need to be to show okay listen we're still figuring things out on the field processing mm-hmm. guys getting our culture built, laying the foundation, putting up the walls. But look, the recruiting is moving in the right direction. And with a caveat of you could be fifth in the country and third in 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 the SEC. So like you still need to beat out Georgia and Alabama and Texas A&M uh, for some of these kids. But what's the I guess you know the the scales of justice? Like what what evens it out? If it's if it's a seven and five season, where do you need the recruiting class to be? Mm. I think if, I think I think Billy's super safe, man. I don't know why, mm-hmm. what people. He's not on the hot we're seat talking, at all. We're talking about like he's uh, not Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, Jimbo. If I'm if I'm Jimbo, I'm begging to be fired. As long as <laughs> oh, I'm like, man, contract, if, I'm if I could get fired. that eighty million dollar buyout, woo! I'll even, settle, I'll even settle for seventy five. Yeah, we were just talking about just stability, right? Just. The, the the lack of stability we had in such a long time. Like Steve Spurrier was here, he held it down, he built something. Urban Meyer camp comes in a, a few years and, and and gets hot quick and wins. But after that, it's just been a roller coaster ride of just mm-hmm. uh, different coaches, totally Reset, different vibes, a lot of a lot of controversy too. It ain't just been like L's. It's been a lot of like controversy, man. Um, mm-hmm. with players, scams and. All type of stuff going on. I think the University of Florida more than anything needs stability, and I think Billy is a a leader. You could talk about his play calling. You could talk about a lot of stuff. The the the, the characteristics and the qualities that, that he was speaking of, the jobs he turned down to stay at Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You need a guy like that, of high integrity, to just build a program to instill things around the university, around the program. It's bigger than wins and losses. Yeah. Everybody's getting caught up on Saturdays right now, dog, because y'all not really. Y'all never really played no real ball before. But if you've been around real ball, you know, like a program got to be instilled. I watch programs fall apart. I'm from Belgrade. I watched Glade Central go from being one of the best story programs in the country to a shell of itself to like nothing right now. And it become it, it became a problem because new coaches, the the, the neighborhood running the, every every head coach away because they're not winning right away. And it was a new coach in every year and it, and it tore the program apart. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll probably never be the same. Any program can, can become that. If you're changing coaches every year, it's not a brag to be a, a mad fan base that run coaches away. You know, I think Billy's going to be safe from that standpoint just because we need stability, bro. And he, mm-hmm. if you keep bringing in talent like DJ Lagway and these guys, yeah. they're going to be patient. They was impatient with Dan Mullen because he wasn't bringing no talent in. You know, he won mm-hmm. games. If the games, winning the games mattered, and that was the end-all, be-all, Dan Mullen would still be here. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't bringing no talent in to get over that hump. You need talent to get over that hump. Yeah. Um, I'll, that's I'll my take. That, that's a day. great take. Yeah. I, that was a sermon. 
I'll give you the flip side of the coin. So I grew mm. up in I grew up in Winston Salem, North Carolina. So I grew I, you know, my Wake Forest was about all we had. And go Deeks. Go Deeks. Um, I almost went to college here. I only could have been hosting uh, Winston and Salem. Dude, that it was, was very. I learned. Podcast, I learned. Man. I learned my freshman year of college. Dip is very cheap up in the uh, Winston Salem, Greensboro, <laughs> Raleigh. That, that's where I'm at now. I'm in. I'm in Raleigh right now. Yeah. Um, but Tobacco yeah. Road. Sorry, Tobacco go ahead. Road. Shout, shout out to. I know. Makes sense. Uh, shout out. Shout to out to Tobacco. Shout out. Shout out to Tobacco. Shout out to the baseball team too. My brother's on the baseball team right now. Just grad transfer. So, um, number two in the country. They're looking good. I'm hoping to. Have that heartbreak of watching Wake and Florida play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. A, mid, a midweek loss, to Elon. Yeah. Oh, that was t- hey, give them the give them the benefit of the doubt. Twenty in the RPI, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Um, right. They beat Kentucky, so you know, go Phoenix. But um, I mean, like the difference between being a Florida fan and being a Wake Forest fan is the fact that Wake Forest, year in and year out, will settle for a bowl game. And it's when you sit there and you look and you're like, oh, wow, look at all the potential that this team could have in the ACC, especially when, you know, Clemson was down just a tad. And they got um, the second best coach in the ACC, in my opinion. That's yeah, uh, Dave, Dave Clawson's great. I'm surprised, honestly, he's still there. But, you know, you sit there and you watch as a Florida fan and a football fan, you sit there and you watch a team underachieve and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh no, this is great. You know, seven win season, you know, that that's awesome. Man. We're going to a bowl game and, and you're like, why wouldn't you want more, you know? And, and, and it's hard sometimes as a Florida fan to be like, wow, you know, an eight win season, that's not good enough sometimes, but it's, it's all about progression and it's all about what's happening with the culture right now. And, and we're, we're on the brink of, especially with an expanded playoff of, I think doing something really, really fun for Florida fans and this fan base and the program and the school to kind of come back into that, that spotlight. And, you know, there's been a lot of negativity and from, from everywhere, like, I don't even know why, Florida State fans and Miami fans, like they just they just have it out with the fact that like oh you know we were once really good and now we're like kind of sliding. But when we get back into it, what are they going to say? Like what what's what's going to be their excuse for you know why they were just down on Florida all the time? But it's it's University of Florida, like it's it's not it's not Florida State who's good once every you know eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Miami who's God haven't done anything and I don't even know how long it's it's University of Florida and it's and there is an expectation and mm. you know I, I understand that but you know from a fan perspective and from a realist perspective it's it's be patient it's coming mm. um the message I'd have for our fans is, is just have some trust if, if you're a Florida fan if you're a fan of any any college program and you don't trust that program then what are you doing yeah you know well, that's like, good. What, what's what's the point it's a good. It's a good take, um, Nick. To answer your question, I know we're running. Uh, it's about ten fifteen here, East Coast. Um, I, to, to answer your question, I think that Florida fans want to see improvement, right? Obviously, they want to see a better record. Florida has a tough schedule this year. Again, going out to Utah, they do have two, you know, very easy cupcakes. You got a, You got a couple, a couple tough games in there. I think what Florida fans want to see, though, when you look at Billy Napier's, you want to see. You want to see some improvement. You want to see where 
did Florida falter last year, right? Defense was our Achilles heel throughout almost the entire season, right? You want to see improvement there. Hopefully Austin Armstrong brings a better defense. Florida able is able to with some more mature players on the defensive line. They've obviously got some holes to fill at linebacker, but hopefully some maturity there, some strong cornerback play. If you see some improvement on defense, I think that that's a win. I think if you see competent quarterback play, you know, Billy Napier's quarterback coach, right? David Decker, your quarterback coach, or no, um, who am I thinking of? The um, oh, Ryan O'Hara, quarterback yeah. coach, right? You bring in Mertz. You have Jack Miller. He's a transfer. Two guys that you picked. Max Brown, you got late in the process, but you still got him. Now you have three quarterbacks. Now, if they go out and try to get a fourth, you want to – whoever is playing quarterback, you want to see at least some consistency of play there. Florida's going to run the ball. We talked about it on Monday's show. It's going to be run the damn ball season. But what I think the Florida fans are going to want to see – the players that you recruited in your first class and your second class, what are you getting out of them? What kind of maturity are you getting? What kind of playmaking ability do they have? What do you see out of them in year one? And then from a recruiting perspective, keeping DJ Lagway is going to be super important. Obviously all in on the Gators right now, still hasn't signed on the dotted line. So you want to see that. You want to see who else he brings in. And then you want to see a good, strong class. I don't think that Florida needs to be the top of the SEC, but I don't think that they can be, in the 15s and the 13s, I think you need to see Florida. Maybe they don't beat Georgia. Maybe they don't beat Alabama in recruiting, but they should beat Texas A&M. They should beat LSU, right? That's what you need, right? Other schools have been able to get over tougher records and still bring good recruiting classes. Now, Florida's a little bit different. You have nationwide recruiting here. You have Florida, you have Florida State, you have Miami, you have some different competition than other schools. Or other, yeah, other schools. But what you want to see is you want to see some improvement, right? Florida has this huge structure. They're spending a ton of money on football now. You want to see that improvement of, hey, the guys that he's bringing in, the guys that he's developing, and the changes that he's making from what you've seen in year one and year two is what I think will get off of you know his back a little bit. If it's the same thing going into next or going into the twenty twenty four season, then it's going to be tough. Um, but if you see that market improvement and you see his guys making impact, then I think Florida fans will understand. But Florida cannot afford to fire another head coach in football and start the shit all over again. No, nah, it's just not gonna happen. No, this is my last one. I don't want to go any more uh, preaching, preaching uh, the rants or anything. But every every coach that you know, every coach that ever has done anything, they have been attached to a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and and. Billy's cooking, you know, like you just get you watch Jimbo Fisher made his career off of Jameis Winston and, and, and the rest of it's been he's bringing up brought in a lot of quarterbacks and they all been mm. top tier in the recruiting yep. rankings. But that's how the, the way Billy's recruiting is the recipe to hit. All he got to do is hit on one of these quarterbacks and the rest is going to be history, man. And, and he's in the right path for that. I love that. All right, gentlemen, it is 1019. We've been on for two Time hours and five night. and two hours and five minutes. This was a hell of a show. Before, Felt like five minutes, man. We got to leave yeah, already. We got to do, we got to do this again <laughs> here soon. Uh, is it DYL or is it Dill? It's, it's, it's Dill. It's for Dylan. And yeah. honest to God, like I, I really do appreciate you guys. It was kind of a surprise to just grab an invite right there in the dms from silk that was awesome uh appreciate you and uh, i i do i do appreciate you guys having me on and you know again the message i think if if i had one thing to say to anybody is you know understand where we are in college sports be patient um i really like the attachment to a quarterback and i'll be honest the 
the underlying thing that I love so much is that Billy G hire, and I can't wait to see what the receivers are looking like and, and mm. with the quarterback play that I think we all would love to see, match that up, and, and it's going to be fun again. And, you know, quietly again, that offensive line, I love that offensive line, and I'd love to see, you know, a Trask-type uh, year out of out of somebody in the next little bit hey why not dude that's in my in my eyes it's qb1 um and i think i think he's in the right place he's got the right leadership he's got the right people around him and this fan base needs to rally behind a kid like that and and show him like hey he is capable and and you know there's a possibility for him to be really good here absolutely well man we appreciate you uh coming on dylan holding down for us in in raleigh before we before we leave Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend about your favorite podcasters, favorite Florida Gators podcast. Uh, right here. Easy. And we'll, and we'll Easy. see you guys at the same corner, different time, the usual time on Monday. I knew to hit him up. I knew I know the good people to hit up in here. If I hit you up in your DMs, you should have came through because you you'd have got good takes off like deal, man. I appreciate yeah. you coming through, deal. Hey, shout out, shout out to Velo not coming back on. You know, he would have had some oh, some some I'm less. Not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow Velo's spot. I know he's still listening though. Hey, I'm not gonna blow your spot. But next time we have a call-in show, you you're on. You owe us one. Right. You owe us one. All right, boys. We will see you guys on Monday. We record on Monday mornings. If you want to join, if it's your first time listening, we appreciate it. Have a little bit more structure to that show. This is our first call-in show in probably three and a half years. I think this went really well. We're going to do it again, but thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And again, like, subscribe, go buy some shit at our shop, stadiumandgale.com slash shop. Uh, hang out with the Nilk Boys next Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Nilk Boys doing debut. it big. Boys. <laughs> we got you, man. And we will see <laughs> you guys live, man. at the same corner and same time. And because it's everybody's favorite exit music, Let's ride, baby.